What's going on, guys? It's Big Sack, a.k.a. Daddy, a.k.a. the sexiest man in the world, bringing you a banger here live from the Tough as Nails podcast. We got a brief wild card game recap, uh, Natty recap. They got the divisional round coming up in the NFL, NFL, uh, excuse me, NHL, NBA talk coming up as well. And then very at the very end of all this stuff, we'll kind of just sit here, talk, maybe go down a rabbit hole, maybe even give you some pointers on the betting coming up this week. So stay tuned for a banger podcast. You I almost gotta, had it perfect. I got a rep well, that uh, calls <laughs> himself Daddy. Yeah. But no. Uh, yeah, up. welcome to the Toughest Nails Podcast. Know, Week two in this it, piece. Um, I'm Tater, Kalen. Uh, we got Big Bryson over here. We got Big Lander. Hello. All right. So uh, thank you guys for coming back and uh, coming back and listening to us. Um, the first one was a great time. We hope you all enjoyed it. Uh, hopefully you enjoy this one. So we're going to get right into it here. So like Isaac said, a brief wild card recap. And holy hell, mm-hmm. it was it was a great weekend for some football. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> first things first. We started off with the Colts versus the Bills, and the Bills coming away with that one uh, in a close one, 27 to 24. I thought he was going to do it. I really mm-hmm. did. I was sitting there. I'm working. Dad texts me. He said, you might get your wish. I'm like, what do you mean? He said, Phillip Rivers has the ball with about two minutes left and is down by a score. And I'm like, holy crud. The Colts are going to pull it off. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lose every game this week. But what did he do? He blew it. Yeah. yeah. Classic Phillip Rivers in the playoffs. Oh, yeah, 100%. You told me. You are like, don't take Phillip Rivers in the playoffs. You are like, he, he's good in, in the regular season, it's but like not Peyton postseason. Manning. It's like Peyton Manning was like the greatest regular season quarterback, period. And then when it came to like postseason or, you know, playoffs and stuff like that. the difference that, between him was, and Phillip Rivers. Yeah, it was. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, that's not a day and night. Two Yeah, 100% <laughs> different. Yeah, let's just make that, you know. I thought he was about to say I'm not comparing, sucks in the postseason. No, I'm not comparing Phillip Rivers to Tom Brady in any of the sense. I'm just saying <laughs> that he was a lot similar in the aspect of Peyton Manning was really good during the regular season. And when it comes to the playoffs, he kind of didn't really do as well mm. as he could have. How many? Play, he went to three Super Bowls. Is that right? Or he, no, he went to four Super Bowls and won two. Correct, mm-hmm. but two different teams. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think so. So yep. yeah, two with Indianapolis and two with the Broncos. So I mean, this game all in all was great. Uh, Josh mm-hmm. Allen. I feel like the whole Bills as a whole team played really great. Came together. Um, you know, Josh Allen. Like I said last week, you know, he is going to be one of the prominent stars in the NFL for the years to come, alongside with like, you know, uh, Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. and like Lamar Jackson and all them. For sure. Um, so he came out there. They took care of business. Kind of gave themselves a scare. Um, but so they play the Ravens. Ravens next week. We'll get into the Ravens here in a little bit. So they're going to be playing the Ravens next week um, in the divisional round. But as far as that Colts. Uh, team, you know that defense. They stood strong for the most part, um, and but like I said, it's just it came down to the quarterbacks, and one was able to hang in there longer than the other, and that's what it came down to. Mm-hmm. Um, Logan, you, you watched this game, didn't you? Yes. So you got anything to add for it? Yeah, I mean, it ended up a lot closer than I thought it would have been. Like coming into it, I really rated the Bills pretty highly. And, I mean, the Colts obviously lost a close one, which is disappointing, but I'm pretty sure a lot of people still had the Bills, so I don't think the Colts should be too disappointed about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how this result, like, uh, impacts Philip Rivers' decision mm-hmm. on if he's going to retire and try to come back again. 
Or have so another we'll kid. We'll see how that goes. You're like, or do it all. Yeah. <laughs> Why Maybe not? two kids. I, I saw a quote on Instagram. Uh, I think it was from Bleacher Report, if I'm right on that. Um, he said, Philip Rivers came out and said he thought that every year of his playing career, he always thought that that was the year. Like, hey, we're going to all put it together and go to the Super Bowl and win the thing. And <clears throat> I think really with him being with the Colts and having – I think, I mean, especially with that offensive line as, as talented and as young as they are, and that defense as talented as young as they are, I think that he was truly 100% sold of, guys, you're about to win the AFC South and go take this thing to the playoffs and go make a run, you know? Instead, that did not happen. So, I mean, so. Colts, man, I really do like the Colts. Um, I feel like they're putting together something oh, yeah. great. Um one thing I would like to see, uh, Matthew Stafford, it, I think he's going to be out of Detroit next season. Oh, yeah, for sure. And one good potential landing spot, well, for me, a little bit of a bias, come to Denver. But, but realistically speaking, <laughs> uh, um, I would like to see them, uh, the Colts go and try to pick up Matthew Stafford. Because yeah, if Phillip's not going to be there next season, I mean – why not just go ahead, go out, uh, try to get Matthew Stafford, bring him in. Actually, because you got a team that's got a really solid defense. He has weapons, um, which Matthew Stafford has never had throughout his whole career. Possibly the best O-line in NFL this year. Um, so, And he's taken some abuse in Detroit. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah. A lot of abuse. I almost feel like they have wasted that man's career yeah. potential. Yeah. No, it's, just, it's been a joke it's over the I think – they fuck everything. I up. think I think people was talking about how like, oh, when you go to the Browns for your career to die. I think that's one hundred percent out of the way, especially from what we saw this weekend, which we'll get into that. But I think it's like if you get drafted to Detroit, I mean, look at uh, was it T.J. Hawkinson? Is that his name or something yeah, like Hawkinson. that? Yeah, from Iowa. That dude's a talent, man. Like mm-hmm. that guy, that guy right there can play, and he's just on a horrible team. Yeah, and it's and, bad. I, I mean, I feel sorry for the guy. And, not really. I mean, he's making millions, but I mean, I feel sorry in the sense of he will. He might not ever get to the point of being in the playoffs and stuff like that. Last thing I'll say about it, um, with like Darius Slay. He, uh, cornerback, he used to play for Detroit. Not really peop- too many people like knew who he was because he played in Detroit. Mm-hmm. But as soon as he comes to Philadelphia, he's regarded as one of the best corners in the league now. Mm-hmm. It's like you get stuck on a shitty team, your talent's getting wasted. So if I'm the Colts, try to go out and get Matthew yeah. Stafford. I feel like he's high on your board. I, it, I would like to see him somewhere else and see what he can actually yeah. do with a team that, that can work around him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A, again, that, that Detroit has not been a good fit for him and his potential. Uh, if, if he gets some traction over there at the Colts and can pick up where Phillip Rivers left off, maybe start getting some playoff wins, I, mm-hmm. I'd really like to see what the dude can do with the rest It'd of his career. For sure. For sure. There's a lot that, that'd be more. a good landing spot, but, you know, we, I we think, yeah. at, at this point, that's kind of dreaming. We don't even know what's yeah. going to happen in the postseason. But if that happens. And I think there's a lot more potential for other free agent quarterbacks going to be out there. But we will get into that, you know, towards the end of the show. Um, <clears throat> what was the game after that, Kalen? It was, um, let's see, after that it was the Rams and Seahawks. And uh, what happened? <laughs> oh, by the way, by the way. So this is what we're doing throughout the whole course of the playoffs. We're doing a like playoff picks, like Gauntlet. competition. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> our picks for the wild card weekend. This is how we stack up. Logan has 
uh, four out of the six games correct. Bryce <laughs> hey. only got one pick That's correct. Me. Which and was it his was Ravens. the pick. It was the yes, only team. one I cared about. And then I had three, and then Isaac was tied with Logan with four. So basically, uh, come Super Bowl time, all the way through up to the Super Bowl, uh, whoever has the lowest amount of correct picks throughout these playoffs, uh, they're going to be buying everyone else dinner. Thank goodness I have money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so not looking too hot for you, bud. Yeah. I am the richest man that has ever taken you all. Stepped dinner. in <laughs> this room, except when, <laughs> except when my dad walked into it's Buffalo and was like, "All right, and here's the feast, the everyone." The he's spread. like, "He's like, it's all on me." I was like, "What?" Big old Tim, shout out to you, Tim. Dad, was, Daddy walked in and said, I, "I'm Daddy Warbucks. I've got everyone's meal. <laughs> yeah. Everybody ate everything, and then was like, I think I'm gonna get some more. I'll buy it this time." And Dad was like, "Nah, I got, I got that too." And, and I was, was like, like let, me, let, me get, "Let me get one more beer." Then <laughs> give me later. like a pitcher of beer, please, because it's on Big Dad. <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah. so that's the whole thing with the playoff picks. So Bryson was the outlier, outlier on the Colts and Bills. So going into Rams and Seahawks, we all picked the Seahawks. That was, and we all lost. So, we sure did. They called our bluff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So basically, what I saw from this game was the Rams defense exposing the Seahawks, yeah. especially up front. Oh yeah. 100%. I said last week that the Seahawks offensive line has been struggling, and Suspect. they yes. got it showed. Yeah. And here we go, Russell Wilson running for his life again. Yeah. And he throws a pick six in this game, not his best game. And even though that offense, they have two receivers that were able to go out there and put up crazy numbers. And he, uh, Russell Wilson was in the talks for MVP at one point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like I said, it came down to the offensive line. Big Aaron Donald getting back there. Mm-hmm. And it just – it was horrible. I think at one point they – the commentators were talking about how there were three guys hitting him every play. It was the guard, the tackle, and the tight end with throwing a little bit of a chip and then do his little route. And, I, I mean, that's with, – With a guy like that, you, yeah, you don't I really mean, have another option. Yeah. But at the same time, you send three blockers yeah. on one guy. That frees exactly. up everybody I mean, else. That defensive coordinator, <clears throat> good God, you have to know that. You have to know that this guy right here is going to get a ton of looks. And he's going he's gonna to be the guy that they're like – we're going to game plan to run away from this guy or to make sure that he's blocked every play. And it opened up everything else. I mean, like you said, he rustled through a pick six as well. So, I mean, it's interesting. God, it's just – it blew my mind because I really <laughs> thought – We yeah. really all just trashed that Rams team. <laughs> yeah. We all just said they don't have a chance. Yeah. They're the worst uh, – Worst team with a good record there is, and yeah, they walked in and they made and us all and, look stupid. Yeah, we ate our words. Sure did. Logan. Sure did. Yeah, if I, yeah, yeah, like you said, if I was like a big statement win for the Rams, I said we didn't really give them a chance. And I mean, I guess you could say the game was sort of close, but compared to all the other ones, it really wasn't that tight. Yeah. And like I said, just going back to when they went to the Super Bowl, like I still don't think they're that good, but. But if they'd have lost, it'd have looked really bad, and I don't know how they would have gone into gone into the off season, picking guys up or losing people. Yeah, especially with the front office. And stuff. Big so, question marks yeah. around that. Mm-hmm. And an, another storyline: uh, Jared Goff, the um, what's his first? Wolford. Mm-hmm. I can't remember his first name. It escapes me. But he was a uh, four-year starter at Wake Forest. He actually started mm-hmm. this game. 
Um, and he left the game with a severe neck injury. Really? Yeah, he got uh, – Jamal Adams uh, came and hit him as – Wolford was diving, not sliding on a run, came, cracked him, um, totally unintentional, uh, unintentional by Adams, but he had to go to the hospital. But from what I've heard, he's doing okay. So step in uh, Jared Goff, who has a broken thumb mm-hmm. on his throwing hand. Is that what it ended up being? Yeah, it Dang. was just throwing him. And it showed. There was a few passes I was like, yeah, that thumb is bothering mm-hmm. him. But he was able to come out there. He was able to maintain, do enough to come out there, put some points on the board, and win the game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've always been a big Jared Goff doubter. But he came out there and he – I'll give him this. He's tough. Mm-hmm. I mean, tough, tough as nails, if yeah. you would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, yeah, his resilience, you know, I have a lot more respect for him after this game. Yeah, for sure. For sure, man. Now, when, when he first broke it, that was that was one thing I, I hadn't seen that side of him before. Yeah. Uh, personally, when he first broke it and kept playing and kept going after it, I, I, I was really like, "Wow, okay." Yeah, that's that's something I can respect in the league because a lot of times you don't get to see that anymore. Yeah, that hard nosed stuff from days old, long and gone. Yeah, mm-hmm. back in like the nineties, where people cried and confined about their cleats. And even and stuff. in like even in the early two thousands, you saw that as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's craziness. I mean, it, I, most quarterbacks would just sit, which yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it probably. But that's why they had him dressed. They were like, "Look, we're gonna put him in here." We're, we're going to see how he does, and if we can get away with a win, we'll save you for next week. We fully mm-hmm. expect Wolford to get killed. <laughs> they're like, oh, my But they God. were like, you're dressing just in case, yeah. and it worked out Smart for move. Very yeah. smart yes. move. So, all right. Um, the last game on Saturday was the Bucks versus Washington, and Bryson was, again, the outlier on these picks going with Washington. But – Almost worked out for him. Yeah, here. almost did. Uh, That's the problem. My one in what is it? One in five record. Yeah. My one in five record was almost like three and three. Yeah. Like I, yeah. Like I was very close. So close. We all could have been sitting there like. I was watching man. that. I was. Yeah. I actually got to watch that Washington mm-hmm. and Tampa Bay game, and I was I was sitting there screaming. I was like, please yeah. for me. Yeah. And forget Tom Brady. Let's talk about the Washington quarterback yeah. Taylor Heineke. Holy crud! I was screaming Heineke. Yeah. When Jay, uh, what's the dude's name? Um, Chase Young. Yeah. When he yeah. came up to the camera, was pointing at his last name yeah. on the back of his jersey, Heineke, he was saying bro. Heineke. Yeah. I was like, holy crud! That and is the next quarterback at Washington. Mm-hmm. Let me read the stats here. So Alex Smith was out with an injury. Mm-hmm. I think it was a, a calf, calf injury, calf yeah. injury. Mm-hmm. So he was out for this game. But Taylor Heineke comes out here, twenty six of forty four. They threw the ball a lot. Yes. Um, but 306 yards, one touch, one passing touchdown, one interception, and he also had six carries for 46 yards and a rushing touchdown. I mean, that's a pretty good day yeah. right there. He he laid he laid it all mm-hmm. out there, made his case, gave it mm-hmm. his all, and, and that was just seeing him come off the bench, not really ever hearing his name. That was an awesome thing oh, yeah. to watch, and I really hope we get to see more of him in yeah. the future at Washington. I think that you will definitely see more of him. But the question is, is that just one of those? Like, what was that guy's name that played for the Browns? Last name was Peyton, I think. Peyton Hillis. Yeah, Peyton Hillis. He was on the cover of Madden at one point. Are we going to have, like, a Peyton Hillis type of, you know, career going forward with him? Or could we see a a superstar come up out of nowhere? You know what I mean? 
Uh, I mean, that, that 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 my point. That's my thought. Because as a was that was that the game of his career, or is that the game to yeah. kick off his career? Yeah, exactly. That's the question. Yeah, that's exactly. The and question. this guy actually played in the uh, XFL before the season got canceled. I believe he was the backup for uh, Jordan Tayamu. Uh, for the St. Louis Battle Hawks. He Hawk was up. one of my yes. Battle Hawks, and I didn't even know it. Uh, we what? didn't get to play. <laughs> but, yeah, he uh, played in the XFL, and I guess I guess uh, the Washington, they saw something in him, and they went with their gut, and it obviously paid off, even though they lost. Mm-hmm. No, but, that I mean, was, it's, that's it's still hopeful. something to yeah, give them for, Yeah, especially for that team or that organization. Yeah, that's for a, huge. For a team that didn't even know their mascot at the beginning of the season, yeah, it still I mean? doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> like – you know, they go out there. They drafted Dwayne Haskins. Was it this past year when they drafted him? Mm-hmm. And or it was, it was, a it was year before last. Year before last. And you know, you're sitting here thinking, is this his year to come out and show everybody what's up? And then they end up releasing him. Yeah. You know. For nothing. Yeah. 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 Crazy. yeah. And I just and I I don't Maturity know. I'm sure. Issues. I know that there was uh, back when he got benched, and I think Alex Smith took over. There were video of him, videos of him at practice, and he was, you know, obviously, you know, irritated with that decision. You could tell by his body language. You could tell by the way he was just kind of, you know, standing there and looking and only getting reps with the second and third string guys and stuff along those lines. I mean, it was – he was very distraught. And so – and then he had the whole strip club escapade that happened with him. Taking a selfie. Yeah. With when he literally had to go out and finish the game, mm-hmm. <laughs> offense runs on the field. He's over there taking a selfie with a fan. Yeah, like I mean, I think that just his, unfocused. Oh yeah, he he wasn't all there, and I mean, you know, I totally can see it on both sides that hey, you're in the NFL, you're making tons of money. This is the first time we're gonna get any that that kind of money ever, you know. Uh, so and then again, you have at that point you're in the NFL, you're professional. Mm-hmm. You got to you got to conduct yourself that way. Logan, got anything to add to that? Yeah, I mean, I still think Alex Smith is great. Obviously, has a long history of a lot of injuries, so it's great to have. Really died from that broken yeah. leg. Mm-hmm. So it's great to have, you know, a backup option like that. Or either way, even if he's going to start, and if nothing else, to be behind Alex Smith, like a good veteran presence to learn from. It's that's just always literally the guy Patrick Mahomes sat behind. Yeah, that's a that's a goofy thing to think of. Dude had a broken leg and almost died from it in the 21st century. Not like Civil War it's era. That but now, bad, <laughs> like, goodness like, gracious! And the fact that what he came back luck. and w- was what four and one, five yes, and one. He was four and one. Uh, technically four and two, but I wouldn't count this last playoff nah, game. I mean, he didn't get to play. play. Yeah. But I will say, um, with all that being said. It shows that the Buccaneers, they're human. Mm-hmm. And they play the Saints uh, next week. And that's not Heineke. That's Breeze. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's and another This might be animal. Breeze's last year, so he's, he's, he's definitely going. He's all out there. Yeah. So Kamara's ready for it. He's laying it all out there. Michael Thomas might wake up or something. <laughs> he woke up during, against the Bears, though. So yeah. Did he get a receiving touchdown? I think so. Did he? Hopefully he's got more than Cam Newton now. <laughs> <laughs> but, so yeah, Brady went 22 of 40, 381 yards and two touchdowns. I mean, that's Brady doing, being Brady, you know. But I think the big question with the Buccaneers is their defense because clearly that Washington team gave them way more trouble than they should have. Mm-hmm. And that so, is nowhere near the same yes. caliber as the Saints. No. 
Not at all. And, and if you that, struggle to stop them, you're really going to struggle against Breeze and Kamara mm-hmm. over there. So that's my biggest takeaways from that game. So uh, leading into the Saints, um, they played the Bears, and I really don't have much to say about this one. It was just Saints being the Saints. Um yeah. What was the final score, like 21-9? to nine. Blank yeah. being the blank is your thing today, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just bears being bears, saints being saints. Yeah. Some guys being dudes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much all I can sum it up to. I mean, it's just I, I knew into this game, like, if the Bears came out here and won this game, I would have been completely surprised. Absolutely. I would I would have been more surprised than the Rams beating the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Yes, for so, sure. I don't know. I was really hoping Nick Foles had like another another like surprise in him. Yeah. But yeah. I I knew where that game was going. There was no way Breeze was gonna let the refs or anything like that happen mm. this year. Mm-hmm. He's uh he, he's gonna get after it, and I'm curious to see how far they end up going. So, anything you want to add about that? Some little snippet. I mean, might make it more interesting. I mean, like you said, on the whole, the weekend of games is really exciting. But I'd say that game was probably one of the least. That was the weirdest. I think my only comment on that game was the option to not kick the extra point at the very end of the game. I thought that was kind of odd. You know, I oh, mean, yeah, he, even though you've lost. Shout out to Jimmy Graham on the beast coach. Yeah, the oh, my Lord. And he yeah. just scored, put it down, ran to the locker room. He was like, fuck yeah. this, uh, I'm gone. Yeah, <laughs> so, so I think that would probably be my only thing. I mean, as a coach, I'm th- sitting there thinking, like, let the kid go out there and kick the extra yeah, point. You know weird. what I mean? Just, you know, and if he misses it, it, oh, well, if we've lost anyway, you know, I just thought that that was kind of weird. Graham was already halfway home at that point. <laughs> yeah. He was in the car yeah. with the keys right. Yeah. He was ready to go. I'm out of here. I'm going to go home and eat some chicken yeah. and go to bed. Yeah. Naked in the shower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> crying. <laughs> crying on the stool. <laughs> Chicken's so good. A freaking moss, that guy, though. <laughs> Soggy chicken in a hot shower. Yeah, He's just munching. Yeah. Hey, this is so good. Hey, it got so wet. <laughs> So messy. <laughs> God, I don't know why I'm doing this. <laughs> yeah. I could just get out and eat it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next game, oh, for you the two. Boy. Let's keep this civil. <laughs> I have nothing to say. Yeah. We all know. We all know what happened in yeah. the end. So Titans versus Ravens, and Ravens come out on top, twenty to thirteen. And this is Lamar's first playoff win in his uh, third season. Change the narrative. Mm-hmm. Yep. That, that was the big argument about him and his game was his performance in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So I will say this. Um, that early pick that he threw, he got that out of the way early. And what I noticed was after that, he was on point. He's lighting up. Yeah. I mean, he was in there. He ran for a touchdown, a huge touchdown. Uh, he didn't throw for any, but – I mean, it, he came out there and he was like, okay, I'm not going to p- push the envelope here. I'm going to go out here. I'm going to do what needs to be done to win this game. And that's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He, 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 he was the leader of that team, and you could see it. Mm-hmm. And that, that's one of the biggest things I respect about him and the way he plays the game. He plays with a lot of heart and passion and fire, mm-hmm. and he really cares about what he does out there. Mm-hmm. And he just said it's – Time I lead this team, and we got it. We got to make it happen. Yep. And he sure, he sure did. They took care of business. They got the win. And frankly, I think that's going to be a harder game than their game next week. I, I really do. Mm-hmm. I think if they can beat the Titans, they can ride that momentum and get the Bills. Mm-hmm. And then he goes even in, in playoff mm-hmm. uh, wins and losses. And uh, you know he'll be two and two, 
And, and really, I think that's awesome because, mm-hmm. again, that's the biggest argument against him, and I'd love to see that change because mm-hmm. he's a really talented guy, and that dude gets too much hate for what he oh, does yeah. for this 100%. game. I, I don't agree. understand why. I think I think success, like, at such a young age, really warrants a lot of people it's the media, hating bro. it and everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think the biggest thing – I mean, I know when I was sitting there watching the game, when the Titans went up 10 to nothing, I was sitting there thinking, well, it's going to – it's over. I know. You know I, I, saw I, I was it. like, I was like, you know, I think I think it's over. I think Lamar looks, you know, distraught, and especially after he threw that pick, I was like, it's over with. And I thought that it was, you know, the Titans' defense not being a super solid core group. I mean, they're good. They're all good players, obviously. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're in the NFL, but they just weren't that good as a unit. I, I was sitting there thinking, if they can get one or two more stops, the game's over with. Because I thought Derrick Henry was going to be the one that was going to be the hardest guy to stop, and it turns out that I was completely wrong. It was completely flipped. I mean, I, I'm sitting, I'm sitting know. there riding in the truck, sticking mail in the mailbox. Hey Google, what's the score of the game? Ten, nothing. Yeah. Titans. I was like, oh no. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it was interesting to see. I mean, that Baltimore's defense stepped up, and. Um, you know, they. I think Derrick Henry had under 50 yards of rushing or yeah, something yeah, along yeah. those lines. Four yards on 18 carries. Yeah, yes. I mean, that's it sucks. Um, I'll say one thing about the very end of the game. When the Titans got the ball back and they were driving down the field, and uh, Ryan Tannehill was throwing the ball. I can't. The guy's name escapes me who, who the uh, receiver was, but he threw it and the receiver falls and he just throws it right to the defender. All game. You had A.J. Brown mossing on people. That dude was beating guys all over the field. He had a one-on-one go route, which if you don't know what that is, you're just basically running straight up the field. Uh, and he he had him beat on his fourth step. He should have thrown the ball. It was, it was a guaranteed touchdown. The guy was two steps behind him. He already had it made up in his mind where he was going. Yeah. Like, yeah. He didn't even he, look at You can, you can watch that. Yeah. Like, he knew where he was and going I, with I the ball. I think that looking back on it, you could sit there and say that a lot. For the entire game, that he oh, had, yeah. he when he came out of the huddle and he scanned the defense and looked at what he's got, he goes, "I know right, I automatically know where I'm throwing. I'm not gonna go through my progressions." And uh, I don't if he know doesn't if that's fall, just, mm-hmm. there's a good. I mean, he, there's a chance he catches it, yeah. but yeah. more than likely that's a yeah, incomplete I mean, pass. No, but I mean, if we can all sit there and see where Tannehill's going with the ball, a uh, very talented back like Marlon Humphrey over there. He knows the oh, ball's yeah. coming. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm surprised he didn't eat, eat more of that up. Yeah. You know? And I mean, I thought that that was huge for the Ravens. Uh, again, I'll give you a little stat that the commentator said for that game that um, Lamar Jackson hasn't won a championship at the high school level, the college level, and obviously not, the, not at the professional level. And he's going into the season wanting to change it. And mm-hmm. I agree with you on the narrative. And that guy's a leader. I mean, I was watching his interview at the very end of the game, and obviously I was full of emotion because I was, you know, obviously upset because I am a Titans fan. Um, and he was sitting there like, you know, my co- our coaches, we didn't get, you know, discouraged or, you know, start getting crazy and stuff like that. They stayed with it. We were, you know, we were doing the plays that we had already worked on all week. And we played a good game, and they believed in us, and we believed in ourselves, and we came out with a win. So – that's huge for him. The, the two big things I, I probably respect most about him is he's humble and he's hungry. He, he doesn't sit mm-hmm. there and brag about everything. He, he's grateful for what he gets, and he goes out and he just wants more every mm-hmm. day, and he wants the best out of everybody on that team, and I think that's just an awesome thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, coming out of college, 
Honestly, I didn't think he would ever be a starter, or maybe just because of the type of quarterback he is. But I feel like more and more, like the NFL is moving more away from just straight pocket passers to people that are more athletic and can run as well, which is good because it makes it more exciting. Oh, for and sure. there's a lot more people like that in college. But you've seen, I mean, there's been a lot of really talented college quarterbacks that are not just passers but have running ability too and then never really make it or get a chance in the NFL. Mm -hmm. So it's cool to see that. You know, he, um, he's very lucky yeah. that Harbaugh wanted to build the team around him mm -hmm. and his capabilities. Yeah. And I think that's been one of the main differences between him and other quarterbacks that have come in the league yeah. is that he had a coach willing to work with him and his skill set. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't get to see that too often. A lot of times mm -hmm. when quarterbacks get out there, it's you fit into our system yeah. or you're not staying yeah, it's, here. it's ego at that point from the no. coaching staff. And I think that's one of the reasons that Harbaugh's really one yeah. of the best coaches yeah. out there, just willing to do something like that and try it. Mm -hmm. For sure. So, all right, last game of Wild Card Weekend. The best game. My favorite game of the weekend. Tough was the Cleveland Browns versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, holy and cow. Your favorite game? Why? It was just boring and a what? slaughter and all Do that. you understand the weight behind this game? Tell that to a Browns fan. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know, but I just, I don't know. I like to see a close game. That's why I think the Colts and Bills game was better than the Browns-Steelers. Oh, yeah. But as far as Browns fans are concerned, they just won yes. the damn Super Bowl. Yes, they did. They're over there <laughs> blowing the champagne bottles yeah. up. So, I mean, all right. First and foremost, I think this game solidifies Baker as it, he is a QB1. He is a franchise quarterback mm -hmm. for this team. And, Isaac, I know you don't like him. I thought. But I mean, I've been with this guy ever since he came out of college. Yeah. I, don't th I don't think one game can solidify him because every time I think he's solidified and I think he's in there, he does some stupid knucklehead thing, regresses three or four games, and then comes back all of a sudden. But yeah. this season, I mean, he's really toned down on the interception. I just want to see what happens next season. I just want to see what happens next season. I'm not willing to jump on any but bandwagon right now just because of the end. Consistency. Okay, with. let me let me like clarify. No, I get. I he get, is. I get. He is the Browns' QB one. Yeah. <laughs> He's he is their guy. <laughs> okay. So going for, I mean, this he he played his ass off. I mean, no interceptions. That O line did great with the absence of Joel Petonio. He didn't get sacked once mm -hmm. throughout this whole game. It's huge. And oh, yeah. and I, I think the Browns, they just came ready to play compared to the Steelers. I, the Steelers just looked like they just weren't there. No. I mean, and it started in week 12 with that loss against Washington. I mean, everyone can say they're not surprised that this happened mm -hmm. because of the, the decline that they had. They went 1-5, or excuse me, 1-4 in the last five weeks of the season. Mm -hmm. I think that... I'll say this about Baker Mayfield. He's come out and he's had some super good games this mm -hmm. year. I mean, For he sure. went out and threw, I think it was four touchdowns or five touchdowns against the Titans and beat them. And that was no, you know, easy task by any mm -hmm. means. Going out there and winning a playoff game is huge. Um, I think this guy does have a ton of hate, though. And I, I understand why. Uh, my biggest thought was coming into the season was seeing the decline that he had last year. You know, he went out there and was like, I'm going to come out with all these progressive – uh, what was it, commercials and, you know, doing all that stuff <laughs> yeah. at home. With More Baker. commercials than wins. Yeah, I mean, little, like, it was, it was an issue. It was obvious yeah. yes. at that point, which, I mean, I, I, I can understand to a point because, I mean, yeah. you're – he's just a – I mean, we got to think he's right at our age as well. I mean, he's only a few years older than us. Yeah. And, 
I mean, when you get thrown that kind of money and sponsors <laughs> and stuff like that, why would you not take it? You know, go have some fun. But I mean. I think that those coaches went in there and sat him down and go, listen, man, we're all about you going out there marketing yourself. Larry Fitzgerald does it, you know. You got uh, who was it? Aaron uh, Aaron Rodgers does it State with, with State you Farm. Got Patty Mahomes Patrick Mahomes does it with State Farm. He's also and, doing and State Farm too now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I mean, like you have all these guys doing that kind of stuff, so you can't sit there and pick and point and you know pick that guy apart because he does commercials when all a lot of other people do. See, the only time people do that is when they're losing. Man, yeah. I'd love they're not to do something weird like that. Be a very successful NFL player, and then I'm like. I'm like just a, a advertising dude for some video game or something yeah. like that. Just like a platformer that makes no sense. I'd love to do something weird and obscure. Like you see me pop up on the stupidest commercial ever. Like titleless balls, <laughs> golf balls. These are great golf balls, guys. NFL players saying that. Saying that. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is weird. But I think, I think that, you know, Kalen, to your point, I think that he is the Browns quarterback for the years to come. It'll be interesting to see what he does this upcoming year and what he does, you know, later on this week when they play. They, you know? they play the Chiefs. Yeah, they play the Chiefs. So um, we'll get into, like, the betting odds and stuff like that when we get to there. But it, it'll be interesting to see how uh, everything plays out for him. And it could be a lot closer game than people think. I'm, yes. I'm going to make that statement. I, I don't want them to beat the Chiefs just because – I want to see Lamar go against the Chiefs. Because as he said, that's their kryptonite. He Man, has yet to beat them. Thinking ahead of the game already. I know. I just, that's first. just that's just, right. that's just we'll save that. Let's save that for that. Yeah. So we'll well, you can later. talk about shit. Know, Ain't I no know, reason to cut wanna, me off. We don't want to blow our load too early here, yeah, okay? <laughs> so, okay, uh, Logan, you want to wrap up the recap with any thoughts or yeah, anything? I mean, just in that game, I feel like the Browns – it's really just came out with a chip with a chip on their shoulder, just with everything going on mm-hmm. and having players out and their coach out. And 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 in that game, I feel like they really needed a hot start, and that was exactly what they had. Mm-hmm. And it was twenty eight, literally and 28, from the start. Yeah, and twenty eight nothing at the end of the first quarter, which is almost impossible to blow. Now, Although it did get closer at the end, yeah, a little scary. Yeah, uh, Big Ben. I mean, he threw for four touchdowns, but he threw four picks. Yes, and I feel like the turnovers were one of the big stories. Yeah, in yeah the game. for sure. But um, ending it with this: this is the Browns' first. Uh, playoff appearance since 2020 or 2002, excuse me, uh, 2022. <laughs> yeah. um, like they're ahead of the game, and uh, they lost against the Steelers in that game. And their last playoff win was in 1995 versus the Steelers. Yeah, Man. yeah. So, and when they showed Ben Roethlisberger's stats versus the Browns throughout his career, it was like 23 and two. He so, owns them. The last yes. time the Browns. But <laughs> other other than the other day, the last time the Browns won a playoff game, we weren't even thought of. Yeah, yeah. I'm super happy. Parents, you know, they were married at that point. They were married for one year. But I'm just, I'm mean? super happy for the Browns and the yeah. Bills getting yeah. wins. Yeah. Two well, that, it's, always, it's always good to see something two franchises like that. that have always been down. Yeah. The Browns always just winless seasons or one or two wins and having tons and tons of quarterbacks. Hopefully they got that nailed down now. So now and the it's Bills, just a legit the Bills, the Bills uh, always first playoff the, win yeah. since 2000. The Bills always in the shadow of the Patriots, never win their division, and then they beat them twice in the season. Win the division, go on to win the wild card. There you go. Here's a change of the tide in the yes. NFL right now, and I dig it. Yeah. 
All right, so, like, something we haven't really tried yet is little segments and stuff, and I was trying to think of something that pertains to me uh, working so much and everything right now. Really, all I have time to do is scroll around a little bit on social media, and one of my favorite little guilty pleasures when it comes to NFL are just weird stat lines, just things that just, like, you hear them, and it's like, is that right? Uh, so, really, I just I found a couple, and I just wanted to share them with you guys today and just, like, let y'all let y'all uh, tell me what you think, okay? So, first one, uh, our boy Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. In his last eight seasons of his career, he had a combined total of negative 34 rushing yards. <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> I can see it. Yeah. Just, just thinking about that. And one of my favorite things in, in the end of his career was that bootleg out mm-hmm. for the touchdown. For and the whole damn stadium. The whole the cameraman. The cameraman. Nobody gave him a shot in heck. And, you know, one of my favorite things is his little interview afterwards where he said he was just embarrassed. He said he just felt betrayed by everyone. Yeah. No one gave him a chance. Yeah. Um, uh, jumping from Peyton Manning to Marvin Harrison, uh, you know one of his old uh, one of his old uh, wide receivers. Uh, Marvin Harrison is the only player in NFL history to record a catch in every game he played in. Man, what a beast! So, how long was his career? Did he have that? This is not a clue. Shout out to the man that got those stacks for every receiver in the history. <laughs> and to, to go back and watch every game. <laughs> Go to the exact point. I gotcha. I gotcha. All right. Um, one of my favorite ones because I've seen this video and I wa- I didn't watch this happen live, but it was one of the old little reruns. One of the first things I saw when I first started getting into NFL football. Uh, Brett Favre's first completion. Do you know who he threw it to? Oh hell, probably Aaron Rodgers. And <laughs> <laughs> receiver. It was, it was he, ten year old. He rushed in a touchdown. And he threw it in the stands to. Who, get, who guessed it? But Aaron Rodgers is a little boy. No, uh, Brett Favre's first completion in NFL was to himself. Oh, really? Wow. Yes. So I've seen the video. It's been a while, so I'm a little fuzzy on the details. But, no, he threw it up, and it got batted back, and he caught it. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, he, I think he ran it. He oh, either yeah. got, like, just to the line of scrimmage, or it was still a little bit of a loss. But that was, uh, that was a very interesting thing. At least it's not as bad as when Tannehill – he had a 10-yard completion to himself this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Literally, dude jumped up and just high-duking it back in his face. <laughs> yeah, but he caught it. Yeah. So, But, no, that's crazy. Um, yeah, Marvin Harrison, though, I mean, that stat really doesn't surprise me. No, I mean, that man. guy. He's an animal. Yeah, oh, my God. All right. Goat. And uh, I think I'm going to end it on this one just because I thought this was – when I read it, I was like, man, this one's just goofy. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll give you guys some guesses. I want to hear everybody's guess here. Mm-hmm. Um, the person with the most passing touchdowns without an interception for their full career is who? Repeat that. Most passing touchdowns, no interceptions in their entire career. Do you know who it is? So, I mean, they'd have to have a pretty short career. Yeah, or like a um, backup. Maybe someone that got... Injured. Just give me one guess. Who you think it is, oh, Isaac? God. Is it a, is it actual quarterback? Yeah. I, I'm not telling you. You've oh. got. You just got to take a guess here. Julian Edelman. Yeah, I was gonna say Julian, Julian, Julian Edelman. Julian Edelman. Who you got? I'm gonna say it's. A, oh, I can't remember his name, but it was the big defensive lineman for the Chiefs that threw oh, a touchdown. Oh, Doug Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. 
most passing touchdowns without an interception for a full career is Ladamian Tomlinson. Really? Yeah. Oh, How about How that one? I don't know. At, uh, at he least threw, two. Uh, <laughs> at least. Because <laughs> Derrick Henry's got at one At least too, so. eight. <laughs> at least eight, really? I do believe, oh, is the awesome. number is eight. Such a beast but no, that, yeah, that's just what eight. I wanted to share with you. Yeah. I think that's it's a good little well, I mean, that's for based the Chargers, on, yes. They needed everything they could get, I yeah. guess. But, I mean, Ladanian Tomlinson. No, but next time we do this. I'm gonna make sure to ha- have a little bit more ready. Uh, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try and get a little bit more organized. Maybe someone we like, something you maybe didn't know, and then I'm gonna try and just find a crazy one yeah. right there for the. Yeah, that's cool. Do three or four yeah, each I like time. That. But yeah, no, that Ladavia Tomlinson one. That one really threw me for a loop. I was like, no way. Mm-hmm. What are we gonna and call this? I don't know. We'll Probably think, we'll says think. useless stats that are awesome but still useless. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll have to come up with some stupid acronym or something. <laughs> Alrighty. Yeah, but uh, I do but no, that's, uh, that's just what I found. Thought you'd enjoy. Well, shit, man. You learn something new every day. Yes. By God. I do wonder what Julian Edelman's is, though. He's got to have at least, I'd say at least like two or three. Yeah, I think he's throwing an interception. Yeah, that wasn't none to Tom Brady, though. He can't catch the touchdown passes. <laughs> I, I know he threw a pass to Tom Brady. <coughs> some Super game. Bowl 53-2? If I remember correctly, Edelman threw an interception on one of those passes, though. I could be wrong. Still a completion. Exactly. Technically. Just to the wrong guy. All right, so transitioning into the national championship game. I don't even want to hear about it. <laughs> well, too bad. Stu- <laughs> stupid game. So, Alabama, who would have thunk it, yeah. won it uh, against Ohio State. Who would have thunk the they would have been there either. But, um, oh my god, this game was a... I mean, it looked promising at first. Yeah, I thought it was I mean, going to be really a did. slugfest. Um, but, geez, I mean, that Alabama offense was just too much to handle. Yes, it was. Yeah, I, I remember the biggest thing for me that really stood out in that game was not any of the starters. It was when they put their backup running back, Alabama put their backup running back in. I don't know his name, but I know that he was number four. And he goes out there, and he, I think it's like a 15- or 20-yard run, and he runs over, like, three people and finally gets tackled. And I'm like, I know that I've only seen that guy mm-hmm. run once, but holy crap, if that is your second-string guy, how how do you expect to lose? You know what yeah. I mean? It's just uh, – I think it was Colin Cowherd made the statement that Clemson's a family and Alabama's a factory. And I think that that's probably as on point as you yes. can get. Factory for running backs. You yeah. Just rattle them off. Yeah, I mean, and it's factory for first they round They might be a factory picks. for quarterbacks yeah. now. For a long time, yeah. it wasn't the case. But I mean, with the last Tua one. Jalen Hurts. You got Jalen Hurts went there. Tua. And you have Tua. Yeah. And yep. now, and with now you got Mac Jones. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, probably the last notable one was uh, A.J. McCarron. And he's Small never as a backup. Never really yeah, did all he's that. He's a backup he'll be, he'll be your career backup. Yeah. yeah. So. And the thing about this game, uh, let me read you some stats, stats. from the Alabama. You, you had stats. Oh, I got stats. <laughs> With Damian Tomlinson stats. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mac Jones, 36 of 45 for 464 yards mm-hmm. and five touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Najee Harris, running back. Number 22 had 22 carries for 79 yards and two touchdowns. And then leading and receiving, Devontae Smith, Heisman winning wide receiver, 12 catches, 215 yards and three touchdowns. Didn't even play the whole game. Yeah, Yeah, 18 yards 
average per carry or er, catch. That's unbelievable. So, and keep in mind, these three guys were in the run for the Heisman Trophy, mm-hmm. and they showed why. <laughs> yeah. So, when I was watching this game, what this is what I saw Ohio State. Their plan was to take away the edge from Najee Harris, mm-hmm. force him inside, and it was working a little bit. Um, he really wasn't getting this footing uh, until about, you know, I mean, we know what happened about second quarter. He started yeah. doing his thing. But, I mean, that's the thing. They were focused on taking away the edge, but then on pass plays, I mean, Devontae Smith was out there, and they just kept throwing it to him on the sideline, and they just kept exposing him on the sideline mm-hmm. with Devontae Smith. And then uh, in the run game, eventually Najee Harris was able to get the edge. He was gone, scoring touchdowns, and Mac Jones over here throwing five touchdowns. I mean, that's hard to beat, man. I mean, it's Alabama. You got Nick Saban, arguably the greatest college football coach of all time, mm-hmm. um, and it's just hard to beat them. And as much as I hate seeing Alabama in the Natty yes. for the fifth time since the playoff format has started, I mean, uh, they deserved it, bro. Mm-hmm. Like they earned it for yeah. sure. And I mean, they even had, before then, they they come. I mean, I mean they were out there, there doing play, their thing before that, you know. And they played 12 games mm-hmm. compared to all SEC schedule. Yeah, yeah mean, all SEC. Yeah, that's yeah. tough. Like, 12 yeah, games. I mean, that's the hardest Except for Notre Dame. college football. Hey. But, uh, don't even get started. not wrong. Yeah. I mean, that was like Tennessee, you know. That was them playing Tennessee, just clapping cheeks, yeah. you know, with Notre Dame. But other than that, I mean, their competition is stiff competition. Uh, some of the best in college football. And then you got Ohio State over here. I mean, they're seven and zero. I mean, they didn't play nowhere near as many games, so they were probably arguably more fresh mm-hmm. yeah. than Alabama. Mm-hmm. But Alabama was like, Nah, bro, we do this yeah. every year. Yeah. Like, this ain't nothing. So we're gonna go out of here. We're gonna bend you over, and we're gonna take you to town. Yeah. And that's exactly what yeah, they're gonna. They're gonna There's So um, I think the biggest thing for like the biggest question mark in my mind was. Is Ohio State fresher than Alabama? Because they've only played seven games. Justin Fields wasn't, I'll tell yeah. you that much. Yeah, I, like, he was that was, through a hit pointer. Yeah, I mean, that was my biggest question. I mean, and all through the first quarter, I was like, holy cow, this is going to be a slugfest. I mean, it's going to be someone's going to get a turnover and kick a field goal, and that's going to be it. You know, mm-hmm. they won't be able to come back. And then, God, especially coming out of the second half, I mean, Alabama just turned it on. They, yep. put, on, they put on the clinic. I mean, it was unbelievable. Just watching the game, I think the biggest thing, and the reason I enjoyed the Clemson and Ohio State game so much is because Fields took that game personally. Mm-hmm. You know, Like I was saying last week, uh, he, he's been second to Trevor Lawrence for so long and all that, and he's uh, – you know he he's always been the guy that's kind of overlooked because of Trevor Lawrence, mm-hmm. and he's a very talented quarterback. And based on the last time that they played, you know he took it personally, wanted to come out there and show him what he's made of. Mm-hmm. And he got pissed off, fired up, and took over that game and made it happen. I just don't think he had the same uh, drive when it came to mm-hmm. the Alabama game. I and I think that I think that was a huge mm-hmm. impact on how that game went. Yeah, I don't know if it was necessarily just he didn't have enough drive. It was probably because he's never played against that level of competition. I mean, I hate I hate doing this to the Big Ten 
and you know all the you know that Michigan and Michigan State and Ohio State they played those guys. Every I wouldn't say year. he's not played against that competition. He played against the Clemson team that won the yeah. national. Yeah, it's, it's that just true. I mean, yeah, he's 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 been on that yeah. stage before. Clemson I don't think was that shoddy this year, though. Mm-hmm. They didn't Clemson look was. like they didn't look Clemson like was. past Clemson teams yeah. that we've seen. But exactly. that but that but to the to the point he was making that past Clemson team that we had seen the one that sweeped everyone. It sweeped Ohio State. Mm-hmm. You know, that was one of the teams that got beat was Justin Fields' uh, Buckeyes mm-hmm. that one year. So, it was all extremely interesting to see. And I think, again, there was a lot of question marks going into that game, especially with how many games either team has played. Uh, but, I mean, Alabama's going to be Alabama, and they're going to come out there and play. And so, congrats to them. They have earned it 100% wholeheartedly. And as a Tennessee fan, it sucks <laughs> to say that, but I hate Florida more. So well, thanks. Yeah, yeah, Thank you me. can suck it, Logan. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, so we are joined by Hamilton of the Chatting with Ham podcast. Thanks for coming on, brother. Hey, hey, thanks for having me, guys. Uh, I uh, I love being on here, uh, talking with you guys. I haven't talked to you all for a while. Uh, yeah, man, it's I been know. a minute. Kaylin and Big Sack. Uh, who's the third guy there? Yeah, yeah we, we got, got Bryson and Logan. Bryson here. and Logan. Oh, Bryson and Logan. What's good, guys? Howdy, howdy. All right, so, brother, uh, national championship. You're on cloud nine again. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, let me ask you this. What was, from an Alabama fan standpoint, what was your thought process going into this game, and how did you think it was going to go? You know, I uh, I knew you were going to ask me this, which is funny. So I <laughs> thought I was taking a shower in the dump, and I was thinking about it. I was like, what am I going to say? You know, uh, when they thumped Clemson, uh, that was a big, you know, shock, I, I think. But, uh, I mean, we can go into the, you know, advantages, maybe Ohio State not playing a full season. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I don't want to put that – solely on Clemson, but uh, I don't know. I, th- I I was honestly surprised. I thought Bama would maybe win by 7 or 14. Um, not a, not by 28 points. It's an absolute dominant blowout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, with three Heisman finalists uh, on your team, all on your offense, when uh, Mac Jones and Najee Harris and Devontae Smith – I mean, looking back at it, I can't say that I'm surprised because I just had a feeling that those guys were going to get going eventually. Because it looked, it looked like it was going to be a good game at first, but then they just kind of figured it out as you know Alabama always does. So, I mean, yeah, I I, I agree with that. Uh, I I I thought that Ohio State's defensive line, which you know Najee Harris, I, I was watching him talk about it. One of the reporters is saying, like, uh, how is it so effortless for you? And he, he just, like, stopped him and said, like, what do you mean? They were blowing him up the whole time, you know? I mean, he was he got hit several times behind the line and still managed to get five, six-yard gains, which is crazy. But I thought, honestly, the uh, Ohio State's defensive line would have a bigger impact. And uh, I think that's when Sarkeesian, the brilliant offensive mind that he is, you saw a lot of, like, bubble screens, a lot of dump passes. Uh, I don't know whatever play they were doing when, when Devontae or Najee would run to the, the side of the quarterback and then run back out the same way they can't, were coming from and go for a touchdown. I don't even know what that's called, but I think that really threw off uh, 
the defense, and I, I, I honestly don't know how or why how they didn't couldn't stop it the whole time. I think I think really uh, you make a good point there. They really took advantage of Ohio State's be, uh, defense being soft. Uh, they were so worried about getting beat deep by uh, Devonte and getting torched by them on deep routes that they were willing to give them all that underneath. And, you know, a, a lot of teams would try and trick around until they could get that deep ball. But really that Alabama offense said, well, if you're going to give us the underneath all day, we're going to let our players make plays and get that extra yardage. And they really just ate up that Ohio State defense. That Ohio State defense was so scared they weren't willing to play football like Alabama was. So I think that's a good point, Ham. Yeah, for sure. I mean – I mean, even when they went deep, they had a a, a freaking linebacker covering Devonte Smith. Like, that's not going to get it done. Exactly. Not at all. Exactly. Well, hey, let me ask you this. Uh, I'm more of an NFL-minded guy, anyway. I just I like the NFL more. Um, what are your thoughts going into the draft as far as those three? You know. Um, you, three Heisman finalists were do you think that they'll even make it out of the uh, the first round I guess uh the, uh, the three, y'all, three yeah the, all three of those Heisman finalists yeah I think who was it Mac Jones uh Devontae Devontae Smith and, uh, and uh, Devontae Najee Smith Harris and Najee Harris uh, do, I, do you see any of them falling out of the first round at all uh if anybody I'd say Mac Jones maybe uh mm-hmm. but I I think if if Lower than the first round, he'd probably go early second round. Mm-hmm. But I think I think that he I think if he's put in a good system, and that's what you see with a lot of quarterbacks, and it's obvious. Like Darnold, I mean, he wasn't terrible in college. I mean, he just went to a sucky team with sucky coaches, and um, I don't know if he if he goes late first round. I mean, he can get picked up by the Colts or somebody, which would be uh-huh. a pretty nice fit for him because they love the you know pocket passer up there. I mean. Yeah, I know they got Jacob Eason, and who knows about Phil Rivers if he's coming back or not. But uh, I, it'd be interesting to see where Najee goes. I, I think Devontae, unless Miami does something crazy with Tua, I think Devontae is going to meet up with Tua in Miami. Because um, they were the third pick. Yeah, they mm-hmm. could use them. What was that? I was just saying that they were the third pick. They got that from Houston. So. Yeah, yeah, they did get it from Houston. But what I'm saying is, if, if this thing with Tua goes, I don't know. I mean, we don't know. Um, Which Miami would be dumb to trade him. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I mean, I, it's his I first know, season. I know Deshaun's good. I mean, he is. Obviously, he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He had he led the league in th- passing this year with throwing yards, whatever yards. But uh, I, I don't know. I, I mean, you can't. Can't Sorry. just go off of his few games. I mean, he started the man didn't turn the ball over a lot by throwing it deep. You know, I mean, I mean, he's not 100%. I, I don't know who I was listening to, but it may have been the Pat McAfee show. They were talking. Some guy called in, or somebody was talking about. He's. I think he's scared because you know he broke his hip, but he's not throwing with his legs really. He's like off of his legs and not using his legs. So I don't know if that's something that's gonna prolong, but. I don't think you should trade a guy away, especially when you have a couple other. I don't know. What they have like that third pick in the like the fifteenth or tenth yeah, pick, something like that. Something, they, I know that they have the third pick for sure, and then wherever they ended up. And I mean, they were in the race to 
go to the playoffs. You know, we everyone go, had the third pick. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, Miami was in the race to go to the playoffs um, for sure. Um, I think it was if they beat the Bills. They would, yeah, not happening. Yeah, and I mean, I thought that they were going to beat them just on the sole fact of I thought the Bills were going to rest their guys, but obviously they didn't, and it was you know, it was a slaughter fest out there. But I think that that's that's right. Um, do you see? Uh, what is it? Is it Najee Harris as a wide receiver? Do you think he could fall? Devontae Smith, Devontae, 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 Devontae Smith. Okay, Devonte Smith. Do you see him? I don't keep up with Alabama football. Devonte Smith is a wide receiver. Najee Harris is a running back. So, do you see him falling out of the top five? Who? Najee? Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't see him top five. I see him first round, but I, I don't see top five mm-hmm. there. I, I mean, I think he could potentially be a top five player. I mean, mm-hmm. I I agree. He's definitely got that potential and that skill. The only thing is, he, he you know, in a sense, he almost had a, a quiet year this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's definitely yeah, dominant he for sure. Touchdowns. I mean, he, I mean that's, go I, ahead. I guess he had a quiet year just because everything was on Devonte. Oh yeah, um, and that's exactly what I was gonna say, Devonte and. Uh, the quarterback Mac Jones, is that mm-hmm, his name? Mm-hmm. Devontae and Mac Jones had such a blowout year that almost e- even a yeah. stellar player such as him is going to seem quiet. I really thought this was going to be the year Najee went absolutely off, but I didn't know that the quarterback and wide receiver play was going to be so a, great. As a, uh, I don't know how NFL people think, but uh, whenever some of these SEC backs come out, they're they're overworked pretty much. You know, like Trent Richardson, he he pretty much just was a dud in NFL after, what, one year? Um, and they talk about their overworked, you know, playing the SEC schedule. And uh, I think that probably helps out Najee because, I mean, yeah, he was used a good bit. I mean, he wasn't beat up ever as, I don't know, I think he was there four years, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wasn't beat up any of these years and wasn't overly used. Um, but, I mean, I think he still had a great year. He had over, what was it, 1,200 yards rushing maybe or – he had, a th- he had over a thousand. I know that. Um, he didn't have as many receiving touchdowns this year as last year. Um, I think he's probably, you know, sneaky one of the best receiving uh, running backs too. Because I mean, he's pretty solid out of that backfield. Um, but uh, another thing I was thinking of was Devontae. Obviously, Devontae Smith took a lot of the spot. Not that he took all of his spot a lot away. Obviously, he won the Heisman, but. I honestly think if uh, Jalen Waddle was healthy the whole year, I don't think Devontae Smith would have won the Heisman because Mac is going to be probably splitting those throws, I would say. Mm-hmm. I mean, even when Jalen Waddle got in this past week in the championship game, he had two catches for like 20 yards, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's hard. it's hard to say about Najee. Uh, I think he's top 15 for sure. I mean, mm-hmm. just looking at the draft uh, order here, I mean – Denver, obviously, it looks like they may go quarterback. Uh, Dallas, yeah, we need Madden, it. <laughs> Gi- Giants may. You never know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the Miami, looking at it now, Miami has a number 12 pick. So they could get Devontae and Najee. But the Dolphins do have a pretty good backfield as it is right now. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this, Hamilton. Uh, 
If you had to compare this year's Alabama National Championship winning team and last year's LSU National Championship winning team, if you had to pick which one is the better team overall, not talking about NFL, not talking about anything, talking strictly college football, if you had to pick one of the two, who do you think would win the game? That is, I mean, obviously, I am a biased fan, but I'm not like a bullcrap. Uh, <laughs> He's not stuck crap. up. <laughs> when we got when we got beat by Clemson a couple of years ago, yeah, we got throttled. Mm-hmm. And I think when Tua threw that pick six, or I just think he, man, I don't, I can't remember the first drive of the game. I was like, oh crap, this this may not be good. But I mean, other than that, I think they just fuck it up and play. But I, I don't know. Joe Burrow is, I, I honestly, I. I think he just had just that special year. I mean, I'm not saying he's not bad, but Bama stomped on him his first year at LSU. So I, I, I don't know. I think it may have been the people around him. Maybe it was just because uh, what's his name, Joe Brady, right, the offensive coordinator, mm-hmm. put him in that special, you know, offense, whatever he's running, NFL type offense. I mean, obviously he's NFL now, and he's probably going to get a head coach some job somewhere, but. It, it, we're just talking about offense or overall. We're talking just straight overall. If they played, if both if they of those played guys, each other, yeah, who if, comes out on okay, top? Yeah, I, I honestly think just because Bama's got a, I think Bama's defense last year was terrible, and this year wasn't great, but it was way better than last year. Mm-hmm. I think Bama probably would have beat them. It may have been a, it may have been a, you know, a big time, you know, points game but i think bama would probably beat them which is the just the talent they had everywhere and, and Jalen waddle was healthy as well i i don't think they lose to them uh because bama's defense was better than lsu's defense last year that's just, that's just uh, every single one of those starters went to the nfl yeah i don't know that we can yeah. argue that i mean that that LSU team was something special and something college football hasn't seen and probably won't see something quite like that again. And Alabama, though they're a factory for NFL, you know, caliber uh, players and everything like that, I just I don't know. I think it'd be a great game. I just don't know that they can hang with that LSU team. Cool. That LSU cool. team was something special. LSU Alabama players going to NFL this year that – this year. I mean, they played a full SEC schedule. They played a full SEC schedule, but I doubt it's every starter on defense like it was with that LSU team. On defense or all? Are you talking about gone? Offense and defense. defense All 22 starters from that LSU team went in the NFL draft and got drafted. Mm -hmm. Every single one of them. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, Bama does that every year, you know? No, they don't. Not not the whole squad. Not the whole squad. Not like that. Every year they're generating that NFL caliber talent as to where LSU, I mean, this year, I mean, the fall off that they had this year. That was um, a shame. Because everyone left. Every year, and coaches are leaving, just like LSU. And they still put up 10 to 14 wins a a year Uh and make it to a playoff game. I mean, I know. And that's why this this is hypothetical. That's why we're talking about that exact team versus this exact team now. I think it's probably pretty evenly matched. Because, I mean, the stats in between them two for both years is very close. Points and yardages and points a game, whatever. I think, I don't know, just being a Bama fan, I think Bama this year probably would have beat them. Because, I mean, 
But it's like two, do I think two is a better college quarterback than Joe Burrow than in one year? Yeah, of course. Joe Burrow had one good year. Two was throwing forty touchdowns every year he was starting. So I mean, I don't know. But it's all hypothetical. It It'll never happen. <laughs> but I mean. I mean, with like Nick Saban, I'm 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 pretty sure he said this one time. It was I'm just paraphrasing, but it was like, why? I mean, when he's like, why would I want to go back to the NFL where it's like if you get punished in the draft for doing good, when every year you can win a national championship and then get even more NFL caliber talent the next year? So I mean, it's really a matter of that. I mean, Alabama, they're just so good at recruiting and. It just blows yeah. my mind. Yeah, that, that I mean, recruiting is uh, is big time down there. That's why I think Clemson has been so good for not so long, but the last what eight years, eight to mm-hmm. ten years, they've been really good because they just have that culture of family up there. They just have fun, and people want kids want to go there. I mean, people want to go to Alabama because you know, hey, we're gonna win a championship and. They will probably get drafted. If you play for two years at Bama, you're getting drafted. There's, mm-hmm. yeah. there's no, you know, doubt in your mind that you're not getting drafted unless you get hurt or something. But um, I think that's how Clemson has get, has gotten good this fast because this, you know, Dabo Sweeney bringing his culture and um, kids want to go there and have fun. I mean, uh, living there. I mean, I honestly, it would. <laughs> I mean, if I had a choice between Bama and go to Bama or Clemson, it, eh, it'd be hard, even though I want to be at Alabama. But just how they run things over there is pretty pretty cool. Right, right. All righty, man. Well, uh, we're going to let you go here. Um, you want to tell anybody about your podcast and what it's all about? Uh, I mean, I have one podcast up right now. Uh, it's on YouTube, Chatting with Ham. I'm hopefully going to start getting back more into it. Um, it's been over probably like 10 months since I've done it. It's been a while. Got to get back but into I, uh, it, bro. But I put I put some gameplay up, but I kind of want to get back into talking. <laughs> Follow him on Twitch. Stuff. Yeah. Well, heck yeah, brother. All righty, man. Well, uh, thank you for coming on and talking with us, bro. It's been fun. All right, heck yeah. Thank you all for having me. Uh, we'll see you guys later. Yeah, man. We'll have you back on at some point. Uh, heck yeah, I'm down for whenever you want someone to come talk some bull crap with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, bro. You have a good one, brother. All right, y'all too. See you. Deuces. Guys. All right. Well, you got a little insight from a Bama fan there. Not that you wanted to hear it, but that's there it is. Yeah. He, that Hamilton, he's my cousin. Uh, I grew up with the guy. I mean, he's very close in age with all of us as well. And uh, super solid guy. Lives down in Florida. Again, shout out to you, Ham. Appreciate you coming on. Yeah, Seriously. brother. It's been, it was fun. So uh, we're going to shift gears here. Isaac. Mm-hmm. You got a little right. something something for us, brother. So we're going to go into a little segment. Now, when we first did this show, it, first it was called uh, The Locker Room. And then we found out on ESPN that they have a show called The Locker Room. And then they went to <laughs> and then Down went, to the Wire. And, to, and then that was just a mouthful. Yeah, it was and, Down to the Wire. And we did that on the Chattanooga State's radio uh, show or the radio uh, line or program what they got out there the station with all the restrictions and everything with all the restrictions fuck them yeah and now that we're just open to just whatever kidding. we're getting go right tigers into it. so <laughs> so I'm gonna kind of bring tigers. it yeah. <laughs> hey go tigers go tigers yeah. 
Ed Orgeron. Uh, we're going to go to a segment that I kind of came up, but not really come up with, but I mean, something that I like to do, kind of switch gears. And, you know, we love talking about sports and that's what this whole podcast and everything is about. Um, and so just kind of, I guess, to kind of get you to know how we are as people, I always like to do like a would you rather or like a debatable topic um, type deal, a little segment. And, you know, so this is going to be it. We're going to go with pancakes or waffles. Which one Very is better? And I will go ahead and give you mine. I think pancakes are 100% superior to waffles. I'm a lineman yeah. coach. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think pancakes are so much better than waffles. I feel like waffles is just glorified toast uh, at some point. <laughs> uh, now, and I will, I will say this, Waffle House waffles are really good, but I look at them as pancakes with grill marks, okay? Those things are fluffy and they're... They're good, but I think that pancakes are the superior <laughs> breakfast food over waffles. We didn't, we're not going to get into French toast or bagels or anything like that. We're just going strictly pancakes right. and waffles. Let me tell you why you're wrong. Pancakes for me. Let me tell you why you're wrong, okay? Right. In other words, he's going to say why he's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Waffles, okay? No. Now, picture it. A Be big straight. old waffle with the crevices and everything. Wait, <laughs> as opposed to a waffle without all the little divots in it? Hold on, hold on. Now you got waitress bringing the syrup. It is beautiful, delicious. Because that doesn't syrup. happen when you get a well, pancake. Hold on, Jake. <laughs> hold on. Yeah, we'll let him now, don't now you don't want to. Now you take the syrup and you just douse that bitch in syrup. And but the good thing about it is with all those crevices, the syrup just sits there. Doesn't dribble off. Put a little dab of butter on that bitch. Get your fork and you just dig in. But the, guess what? When you dig in, you still got all that syrup just sitting there mm-hmm. waiting for you. Do you struggle you. to aim with your syrup when you're syrup. eating pancakes? That's beside the point. <laughs> <laughs> we figured it out. So, Exposed. Yeah. So I'll say this. Oh, what was I doing? Uh, I, guess, I mean, are you done? You have yet to make I a mean, valid done, argument. Oh, okay. Everything, everything yeah, yeah. you said that was a plus for the waffle is something you can just do with a pancake. Yeah. The only difference between that, when you pour syrup on it, is the pancake soaks up that syrup. Okay, mm-hmm. it makes yeah. it good, and it makes it uh-uh, not, not as, as not as well. Yeah. It, it it makes it not as messy. Okay, mm. that's a huge issue or big time problem. Okay, I like when to you get eat, messy when I eat. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can naked. tell it's in your beard right now. Flavor <laughs> <Yeah>. saver. <laughs> oh, no, a little drip action in the beard. No. But uh, yeah, pancakes are better. I'll say this: if you go on Google right now, and people that are listening, I know there's not a ton oh. of y'all, but go on the Google right now and look up cool pancakes okay you're gonna get <laughs> 1287 pages of images of cool pancake design you're you gonna have hang on yes i have proof of this make sure to delete now, your history yeah you go on, yeah so if you go on there and look up cool waffle designs there's you know, nothing there's no it's you're right. gonna, find, there you're gonna a, find the cool waffle maker that makes waffles in a cool shape yeah. but have you ever seen those artists that do all the crazy cool pancakes exactly. and flip them? that yeah. and you can't do that want, with a waffle and you want to know what you will find they just do that for clicks no, bro. Here, you want to know what you want to know what you will find if you look up cool waffle designs on google you know it is it is a meme of a 
of an Eggo <laughs> waffle with stick legs and stick arms and a hard hat. I believe he's with the gun as well, and it says something about war or is something a, like that. Is it a blue waffle? No, it's not a blue waffle. It is a regular traditional Look at that, Eggo dude. waffle. They got a Millennium Falcon. A millennium. Yeah, but you have to go and you have to go buy that. Shut you have to up. buy a yeah, whole you know waffle you, maker. Yeah, you have to Whereas buy you could just do that with a pancake. Yeah, you do it with a pancake, it'd be cooler. Okay, let me ask you this. Are y'all any of y'all of you three artistically inclined to do what those people My do? My sister is. Yeah. <laughs> I will okay. put her up to it. No, we're not talking about <laughs> sister. Hey, hey, you about wanna, here, here, I'll give you a good point. Kalen is super stingy with his money, and I'm, I'm not going to... Are we going to spend the whole time on this one question, no, or do you have others? This is the real yeah. We still haven't even yeah. said our <laughs> say This so. is why it's debatable. I'm going to let you get in right after I say this. Kalen's super stingy with his money. You have to have pots and pans to cook your food. You have to there you know, he can't afford to go to IHOP. That's why he likes waffles. He out the waffles. All these waffles, <laughs> Oh my God. You have Delicious. To, you have to go out it's there. And, <laughs> yeah, they don't have pancakes. Oh my gosh. You have to go out there and buy a completely different machine to make waffles. And it's called a waffle maker. Or, now, if you want to get into the frozen aspects of things, sure, go by that. all Look means. At this. I have a waffle in my hands right now. <laughs> by the way, I'm about <laughs> to eat it know. raw. Look at this. <laughs> Just picture the syrup. I know how this just, works, Kalen. Just, just sitting there. <laughs> Let me explain to you how to use a waffle. Just, yeah. just here, God. Bryson, go, go for no, it. No, I want to hear Logan. Yeah, Logan. Logan, what's, Logan, your, Logan, what's your take? I hate both of them. Yeah, I'm saying. <laughs> probably not as strongly as you do. I got to say, I do like both. The main reason why I would go with pancakes is just because of the fluffier, soft texture. texture. I would say, you know, even, uh, even Waffle House waffles... Are really waffles because they're soft. I feel like a waffle is supposed to be crunchy. That's like the main difference. It's the to texture. Me. For yeah. Me. I guess it really comes down to do you like something soft or fluffy or what, but crunchy. I feel like whenever I eat a pancake, I'm I'm like gonna die. I can't breathe. You're gonna choke on. Yeah. <laughs> like okay. it just clogs up my airwaves. Even though I'm asthmatic, it even makes it worse. What does that matter? Because I can't breathe. <laughs> So, yeah, but if it's good, it's good. So we have found out today, Kalen prefers waffles because he is a child choked on a pancake and almost didn't make it out of the IHOP <laughs> with his parents. Hey, <laughs> That's it. He almost died as a kid choking on a pancake. And now he's like, I can't do it. I like waffles. At least yeah. it's not a blue waffle. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Delish. Uh, yeah, no, I'm taking pancakes. Uh, uh, we I got mean, pancakes. We've, we've... we got waffles. We got pancakes. Logan, oh, you make or break it. He already said, said pancakes. Are you not oh. paying attention? He went you're, before me. You're the host of the show, Caitlin. You suck at your job. Yeah. You I don't get paid for this shit. Yeah. <laughs> you still suck. Yeah. That's oh, why you don't get paid. Okay. So, 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 yeah. Hey, it's 3-1 pancakes over waffles. Pancakes are superior. Kalen's an idiot. I would like to see if there's a pancake versus waffle like mass vote on the internet the next see who, thing see who what do you that. do that was it that's yeah, it that was it okay it's debatable well that was great all right moving on um Isaac's i'm a little underwhelmed i wanted more questions okay you gotta save them for next week dog i got you two next week <laughs> shit i'm just gonna come up with Isaac's one stack for next handle week. one question <laughs> <laughs> one simple-minded <laughs> He's gonna he's gonna walk in. He's gonna be. Like, I didn't prepare. Uh, Cheetos or spicy Cheetos? <laughs> <laughs> Flaming hot Cheetos or Cheetos puffs? 
playing the, hot Cheetos all day, baby. Oh, good God. If you say go. otherwise, you're staring. wrong. I mean, okay. Isaac, are you done? There it is. Daddy's done. Okay. Mm. All right, moving on. We got Divis the divisional round. Divisional round preview. Oh, we're going to keep this kind of short. Sweet. Let's not delve deep into this. I'm going. Let's just I'm get right deep. into it. All right, Ravens. <laughs> I'm going in deep right now. Ravens versus Bills. <laughs> Big <laughs> trust. Give me the Ravens. Oh, oh Let's God. go. Bigger shock. Let's right. go. Right. More shocker than the pancakes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Bryson's got, let's see. Big tries. Give me Lamar. All right. Yeah. Do you want the over-under and everything for this game? I don't need it. Okay. You don't I'll give it to I you anyway. Uh, Bills are plus, or uh, excuse me, the Bills are two and a half point favorites. Mm -hmm. uh, the over-under is 49 and a half points. This is for betting. And uh, the money line on them is minus 142, which means if you were to bet like two bucks on it, you'd probably get, you probably could win like a dollar sixty. Or Something I'll, like that. Or I'll take the Ravens and just come out mm -hmm. on top because they're going to win. Okay. Good deal. Kalen, you want to go into anything you want to say? Dude, this is, this is a tough one. Mm -hmm. Nah. <laughs> All right, let, shut up. Nah. It's Ravens. my time. Big trust. Um, one great day. God, man. This is a tough <laughs> one. Right you now. want me to go? What you saying? I'm just going to go... Mm, I don't know, bro. Yeah, I got. I'll go ahead and go. Yeah, you go. Right? I gotta think about this. One. I think, and this is no knock on the on the Ravens or anything like that, but they do have to come through Buffalo. They have to go there, and I know that they went to the Titans and played, but playing the Titans and playing Buffalo are two completely different teams. Yeah, the Titans are a harder team. Uh, yeah. the, on defensive yeah. side of the ball, I, I'm not gonna agree with you. I feel like the Bills are same level as uh, Titans defensively. Do you think so? Yeah. You really think so? Yeah. Well, who knows? I think that... At least from what I saw this past weekend. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that it, it'll, it'll be an interesting game. It'll be a very close game. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the Bills on this one. All right, for I sure. just got the Bills. All right, I made up my mind. I just we got to see if Lamar I'm going. I'm going with Ravens. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, feel like, I feel like Lamar, you know... I feel like he's figured it out in terms of – I'm not saying it's going to be a blowout or anything, but I feel like they're going to go out there and do what needs to be done to win the game. doesn't have to be a blowout. They're going to go out there, take care of business, go home. We'll see you. Mm -hmm. Logan. I'm pretty sure it will be a really close game as well. Um, well. I would have to give it slightly to the Bills. It's like they've had such a great season. Great team offensively as well, and it's going to be at Buffalo, which they had fans at for the first time in the season, I believe, in last week's playoff game. Mm -hmm. And we all know how great the Buffalo Bills fans are. Yeah, Bills Mafia. Yes. I'm pretty sure some dude waiting. broke his leg through a table this past weekend. I saw the video. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> He literally went feet first into the table. That was your first mistake, bro. Yeah, you take out the shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> have, you, have you not watched wrestling? Yeah, have you never watched WWF? I mean, Are you even Bill's dude. Mafia, bro? Yeah. I'm a Broncos fan, and I know that. Yeah. Well, hey, at least we got a two-and-two two choice. All right, all right. first one so far. So, moving on. Browns versus Kansas City. Oh, yes. I'm going Browns. Wow, that's wild. I'm going Logan. Browns. I'm feeling frisky. Okay. I don't think the Browns get it this time. Okay. Um, okay. Reason being, we've got a rested 
Kansas City team, arguably probably the best well-rounded team in the league right now. Sometimes um, that bye week. Yeah, are they too? Yeah, I yeah. I don't think so. That's that's a team that comes in sharp, ready to play almost every time. Mm-hmm. I think it's a time of rest, a time of focus. They've been watching this Browns team. They know what they're up against. I think they're ready to go. Um, I, I think the big thing you see here is take away those turnovers in that Browns game, Steelers come back and win that game. They came back and won it if they didn't have those four freaking interceptions. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes isn't going to come out and throw four interceptions like Ben Roethlisberger did. So you take the uh, you take the turnovers out of that game, and the Steelers are the ones playing the Kansas City Chiefs right now. Mm-hmm. And I think due to I think due to that fact, Kansas City is the more polished team, so they get the win. All right, Logan. Yeah, I mean, I feel like logically you would say the Chiefs, just based off of defending Super Bowl champs. Patrick Mahomes. Oh, I, oh I'm getting there. <laughs> but I'm going to say the Browns. Oh, Hell yeah. Wow. Waiting a long time for the season like this. You know, a lot of, I don't, I don't know if a lot of people said they'd have lost that sweep, but probably more like 50 50. Came out absolutely firing. Like, like we said when we were watching, like maybe you'd have said the Browns to win, but you'd have never guessed they'd have done it in that fashion. Not that way. Yeah. Right no, no one uh, expected that. I mean, uh, I mean, if they come out with a 28 to nothing run like that, I mean, the only thing you can say about that game is that they did let them come back a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. quite a bit. Which isn't good. I mean, you got to make sure you finish. Your you can't do that against the Chiefs. No. Yeah, you got to be solid. Because we saw what they did last quarters. year. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, I don't know what the status is of any Browns players or the head coach coming back, but you know we saw that they made it work anyways, and I just feel like the Browns just have a really good momentum going. You know, the franchise as a whole has been waiting a long time for a season like this, mm-hmm. and I just felt they, I just felt like they can pull it off. So I would go with the Browns. Hell yeah! I just I wonder I wonder if they get complacent. I, I I'm really curious to see how they look coming out next week mm-hmm. because. Like you were saying earlier, they won their Super Bowl. They got their playoff win. Are they satisfied or do they want more? And I'm curious to see how they handle Brown, that. Browns yeah. fans are. I, Brown, I, mean, I would Browns hope the fans team are. Is not. I don't know. I don't think Baker Mayfield is. No, hell no. Well, shake and bake. Bring it home, Dad. Uh, so it's two one Browns. Just kind of looking at the bet nods, and I've already placed my bets. Um, so I'm just gonna. I got that. money on this. <laughs> Chiefs are ten point favorites. Jeez. The over under is fifty seven yeah. points. Now, I did take the Browns plus ten. Okay, I don't think the Browns get beat by ten more than ten points. Yeah, that's good. But I think I think the Kansas City Chiefs are gonna win. And there's two conflicting arguments that I got going on in my head. Is you know is the bye week that rest week they have. Will that help them, you know, bumps and bruises and stuff like that? Yes, that'll 100% help them out. But they, just like every other team going into this week, they didn't know who they were going to play until Sunday night. You know what I mean? So it's not like people were sitting there going, well, they've had two weeks to practice on the Browns. I mean, we don't know. Well, they knew it was Browns or Steelers. Yeah. So I think if if I was in that organization, and I don't, I'm, Andy Reid is – on a completely different planet than me. But I'm sitting there thinking, I'm going to sit there and I'm going to focus on us and we're going to go to practice every day and we're going to do what we do and we're going to make sure that we do it to perfection. That would be my thing. And then going into uh, this week, it's all game prep at that point. Um, 
Is, I believe this game's on Saturday, correct? Uh, I no, that's on Sunday. This one's on Sunday? Sunday, Sunday at 3.05 p.m. Yeah. Ravens and Bills on Saturday. Eastern time. Um, so, yeah, I think I'm going to take the Kansas City Chiefs. Going off of what Bryson said, that's a team that will come out there and fires on all cylinders. They are the number one seed for a reason. Oh, yeah. You know, that that's a solid team. Do I think what happened with the Browns is a fluke? Not necessarily. I think that, you know, the Steelers were on a downward slope anyway, but I'm taking the Chiefs. So, 2-2 okay. on that mm-hmm. game. All right, so we're split down the middle again on that one. Oh, yeah. And now we head to the to NFC. So we got Rams versus Green Bay. Wow. Uh, <laughs> okay, I know I voted against the Rams last week, but this one I'm going against them, and yeah. I am about 95% sure that Green Bay is going to come out with this one. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. they got the league MVP. I know it hasn't been announced yet, but league MVP Aaron Rodgers – been balling this season. They have him, mm-hmm. Devontae Adams. That defense has been playing great. Um, it's just, I don't know, I feel like it's just going to be too much for the Rams to handle. Okay. Logan? Yep, I agree with you on that. Like I said, feel kind of bad if the Rams won again and proved us wrong twice. But <laughs> there you go. There's your motivation. Uh-huh. But anyways, uh, Packers. I know you're listening. Packers, number one seed. <laughs> Aaron Donald's just fuming in a locker room. He's just sitting slamming there Slamming his head like, yeah, with these freaking idiots. Yeah. So, well, I think you got to go with the Packers. Um, you know, Jerry Goff is still probably not going to be 100%. Aaron Donald went off hurt at one point. I don't know what his status is. And then also saw, saw where the Cooper Cup wide receiver, probably the best wide receiver on the team, left and went back to the locker room. Yep. So, you know, the Rams at 100% probably still wouldn't beat the Packers. But if they're dealing with injuries to probably three of their best players, I mean, hell, it's we said, a really We said the same shot. about the Browns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look what happened. <coughs> I mean, any, any given – Sunday. <laughs> or Saturday. Maybe Saturday. It's actually Saturday. It's actually Saturday. <laughs> you looked at it and said Sunday, even though it says Saturday right there in front of your face. I'm dyslexic. Yeah, yeah buddy. And you wrote it, at too. At 435. <laughs> 4.35 Eastern time. Yeah, this yeah. guy's supposed so, to be our leader. Yeah, unbelievable. Um, I'll say this. Are you, I'm sorry, are you done? I don't want to cut you off. Yeah, I'm done. Okay. Um. The Packers are six and a half point favorites. Over unders forty five and a half. Dude, I would uh, take that spread. Oh yeah, I'm I'm taking Big I'm time. taking the Packers minus six and a half, hundred percent. Yeah. I just uh, I have one question. I have uh, one question because I know where you're going with this. I, guess I just want to know, how's the Packers run game? Uh, I'm not exactly too sure because what he's about to tell yeah. you is that Adams is about to be kind of negated yeah. in this game and kind of so, taken out of the picture. So you take Adams out. What are you left with? So, this is off of BR Gridiron, which is Bleach Report. Yes. And it says, wide receivers when guarded by Jalen Ramsey this season. Okay. Amari Cooper, week one, seven catches for 57 yards. Stephon Diggs, week three, one catch, four yards and a touchdown. Terry McLaurin, I believe that's how you say it. McLaurin, yeah. Yeah. Week five, zero catches, zero yards. Allen Robertson, week seven. One catch for 42 yards. Mike Evans, Mike Evans, week 11, four catches for 40 yards. DeAndre Hopkins, arguably the best wide receiver in the game. Week 13 and 17, five catches, 48 yards. Combined? Pretty sure it's combined. Here's, here's a big one. 
DK Metcalf, weeks 10 and 16, and in the wild card game. Mm. Four catches, 44 yards. So, so that guy so takes that. I think I, it'll be interesting to see. Jalen Ramsey, I was huge doubter, wasn't a huge fan of him because he went to the Pro Bowl as a um, – what was it, as a return specialist and stuff like that. So um, I'm, I'm interested to see how that all goes. But I think the Packers are too good. I think the Packers are a team that are going to go out there and show you what's going on. So I'm going to take the Packers minus six and a half. I think that, that I think the Packers defense is going to impose their will on the, uh, the Rams offense. I just – I don't know. Because you take Adams out, and I just don't know what those Packers are left with. Mm-hmm. And if you do that – I just I don't know that the Rams offense has enough to mount a win, mm-hmm. but also I don't know that the Packers have enough without Adams. I'm really torn there. And you know me, I like to choose the underdog, even though I shouldn't have chose it, you know, five other times last <laughs> week. Yeah. Yeah. Um No, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the Packers. If the Rams prove us all wrong again, holy heck! Yeah. I'm like I'm done yeah, at that hey, point. Also at that point, if they if they Rams go to, for the Super Bowl, yeah, if, if they, they go <laughs> if they go to the NFC Championship, oh my gosh! Picture this. Okay, little little. This is kind of going down a rabbit hole, but just imagine if the Rams go to the NFC Championship game okay. and the Saints were somehow to win, that's a rematch. Uh-huh. That's a rematch, and uh-huh. you remember what happened that game? Yeah, that was yeah. the huge pass interference call that wasn't. Called bullshit. So yeah, one hundred percent. I just, uh, I just, if if this, if this Rams team wins again, proves us all wrong, and, and goes out and beats Green Bay, I'm not picking against them yeah, again. Yeah, I'll say that. <laughs> like next week, we all pick the Rams, yeah. and then they finally lose mm-hmm. in the NFC Championship. Oh, gotcha. So um, going into the last game, uh, five. Four, or excuse me, 6.40 Eastern Time. Uh, I believe this yes. is Sunday as well. Yeah, it's Sunday. Um, yep. It is the Buccaneers-Saints game. Kind of give you a little bit of this. But uh, Saints are three-point uh, – or excuse me, Buccaneers are three-point underdogs. Okay. Um, the over-unders 52. And the money line for the Buccaneers is plus, four, plus 142. And the money line for the Saints is minus 168. So I'll give you all that. Okay. Caitlin. Thoughts um, on that? So, like I said earlier, I mean, post P thoughts. He's recollecting yeah. himself. Yeah. yeah. So, like I said earlier, uh, the Washington football team they they pretty much showed that the Bucks were human. I mean, they came out there with a backup quarterback, you know, and they were able to hang around for that game. And comparing apples to oranges here, I mean, you got Washington's offense compared to Literally, Drew Brees, Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas, you know, you got all these superstars on this offense, this high-caliber offense. I mean, the Bucks are going to have a hard Hill. time. Yeah, and Taysom Hill. I mean, he's a I – mean, he can do anything. He'll mm-hmm. come in all over the place. He's going to be a factor. They're going to use him a lot. And oh, yeah. So, I feel like the Saints are going to be out there, and it might be a close game. It might be a blowout. Who knows? But – Again, Tom Brady's on that team, so I doubt he's going to make it a blowout. Yeah. But all in all, I'm going to have to go with the Saints on this one. Good I point. feel like the Bucks. this isn't their year. They might get uh, things more figured out and polished up next season. But as far as this year goes, I got this the, the Saints winning this one. Yep. 
I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride with you, and I'm going to say Saints too. I'm going to think Breeze gets it done. Um, really, it's been it's been interesting to see what Tom Brady did over there at the Bucks. You know, brought a bunch of his old buddies and pals and made that team his own and really built it up into something that, you know, if you look at the players on that Bucks offense and you just wonder how they're not – you know, heavily uh, more favored and have won more games this year. Um, I really think it's going to be a good game whenever Breeze and Brady take the field against each other. It's always just a really cool uh, matchup. You're looking at two future Hall of Fame quarterbacks, two of the best to ever play the game. First ballot. Oh, yeah, going against each other. And it's always a really cool thing. Um, I think we see in the end, I think the Saints pull away by like two or three scores. Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe that first half, they kind of stay with each other. I think there's some adjustments at halftime. I think the Saints come out. Uh, you know, I, I think we might see them uh, take a score and uh, go up by one score going into the half and then say they come out and they get the ball again in the second half and they go up by two scores. They start riding some momentum, and I think they pull away. Um, again, that you keep going back to the uh, Washington football team showing the Bucks' weaknesses on defense. And you know the Saints are watching every bit of that mm-hmm. film. And if Heineke can pick that defense apart, Breeze can go in there and demolish it. 100%. So I think I think they run into too many issues with that Saints offense. I think Saints defense gets stops where Bucks defense can't. I think you see the Saints win that one by a handy uh, margin at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, of the four games, I feel like that's the matchup I'm most excited about. I mean, obviously, like you said, just Tom, uh, Tom Brady versus Drew Brees is always going to be a massive matchup, especially coming toward the tail end of their careers. Oh, yeah. Like, this, this is one of the last times we're going to get to watch yes. these guys go head-to-head, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, and there's obviously more to it than that. I mean, Tom Brady's trying to prove that he can win with a different team, mm-hmm. which is huge for him. I mean, regardless of how it goes, you know, he's still going to be known as one of the best. But if he can do this with a different team, it's going to add a lot to him, I think. Oh, for and, sure. Yeah. And honestly, Drew Brees coming off of, you know, sort of really unfortunate playoff losses with calls and stuff. You know, he's trying to get back there. He's, you know, obviously not got many years left as well. I mean, and that's yeah, up to him. It's been alluded that this might be his last two Rob, regardless if they mm-hmm. win or lose. So. Yeah, I mean, so it's really just it's the matchups. It's the storylines behind it, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, seeing what the Buccaneers can do in their first season. But I'm going to go with the Saints, and I don't think it would be extremely close. I'd say probably like 7 to 10 point win for the Saints. Uh, you know, that Saints team has been together for a few years. Michael Thomas, Drew Brees, Alvin Kamara. You know, this Buccaneers team was just put together, and, you know, the chemistry isn't going to be there. That's a lot of, a lot of times point. people don't think mm-hmm. about that because – you know, you can't see it on the stat sheet or whatever. But, you know, players are going to take a while to gel together. I mean, obviously, Gronkowski's still there, which he has, you know, great experience with and stuff. But aside from that, it's learning new receivers, a whole new O-line. Tom Brady's with his, you know, only other team he's been with in his whole career, and you're used to a system or whatever. Even if, you know, Bruce Arians is a great coach, which I know you you would agree with for 100%. sure, Isaac. Uh, but, yeah, I'm going to go with the Saints. Uh, I just feel like, you know, the chemistry, the Saints, you know, mm-hmm. I just have to go with the Saints. Gotcha. I'll probably go with that spread, too. Oh, yeah, gotcha. It's good. I will say this. Looking back, 
at some of the uh, games when they played earlier in the year. Because the Buccaneers and Saints are, all, are in the same division. Mm-hmm. Um, Saints won the first time they met, I believe it was in week one. Uh, Saints won 34-23. to 23. Okay? Then, I can't give you the exact week, but they met later on in the season, and the Saints won again. Mm-hmm. 38 to 3. Won by 35 points. Yep. Yeah, I remember that. So, and I will also say this. I think that this is the matchup that we that everyone thought was going to happen in Super Bowl 53. I think this was the matchup that everyone was thinking that was going to happen. It should you know, have happened. Yeah, it should have happened. Drew Brees goes in there and plays the Saints down there. It was in Atlanta, correct? 53 was. I'm pretty sure it was. Down there in Atlanta, they're going to Tom Brady's going to play with the Patriots. And I was sitting there thinking, I remember when I was, we were watching the game, I was like, I think the Saints pull it off and win. And uh, he wins Super Bowl 53, and uh, Drew Brees retires. Mm-hmm. I, think that's, I think that's what happens. If that happens, Super Bowl 53, I think Drew Brees retired. Yeah. Um, so I think that this is, I mean, like how Logan was saying, with the storylines and stuff like that, that's huge. You know, I mean, I think that's one of those things that people might not remember. You know, the Saints were, you know, arguably one flag away that should a call that should have been called away from winning a Super Bowl that year because they were unstoppable, <clears throat> and they've been 100%. You know, like 100, like the refs just are just against them past couple years in the playoffs. Now, last year, I believe with the Vikings, you could kind of make a case, uh, but I think that. Uh, this is going to be a very good game, and like what Logan said, and looking at some of the stats, I think that I think that it'll be a ten to fourteen point win for mm. the Saints. So I'm going to take the Saints. I'm, you know, we can all agree on that. Uh, it, this should be interesting. I think that I think that you know, for for Drew Brees, that this is his last year, and Drew Brees wants to end it on a championship, just like Peyton Manning. And Peyton Manning's the first ballot Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, regardless if Breeze doesn't win a Super Bowl this year or not, I mean, he's first ballot. Yeah, he's he's been sure. solidified I mean, as a first but, ballot. I mean, obviously, as a competitor, you want to go out and win a championship. That's 100%. the whole goal. End it on a high note. That's what he wants. Mm-hmm. But will he get it? That's another mm-hmm. thing entirely. I'll yeah. say. I'll the say refs this. have entered the chat. I'll say and this. <laughs> yes, yes, no. I, I understand that whole ref argument. It's always funny to laugh about. But if you really start to think about it, a lot of those games, the Saints shouldn't have been close. Yeah, they should have won them handily. You can't put yourself in a position that the whole game can depend on yeah. one play what called by the refs. What makes me mad about it more than anything is not the fact that they lost the game. Just it's the, the fact that the refs are so incompetent half the time <laughs> and it pisses me off and especially when you're refing a playoff game and a moment like that you you, you until until the refs are held right at it bro. until the refs are Throw held to some yeah. sort of accountability yeah. there's not there's not going to be any change because really yeah. if you think about it if a ref calls a play bad or doesn't call a penalty there's nothing yeah. to it, yeah. you know. If there were, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that this would be the solution. But if there were fines or suspensions yeah. or something like that, like if you blatantly miss a call or call a play terribly, if there was some way to go to a booth review or something like that, yeah. or you know, I mean, when you go to booth review, why can't there be like a committee of refs upstairs and be like, oh yeah, no, never York mind, York that, that reverse that, that. right? There's people in New York that talk to them, I'm pretty sure. 
But I mean, for booth reviews, yeah, they have yeah. some. They have somebody in New York look at it and re- review back. But mm-hmm. you would almost think that with as much can hinge on a call or a no call mm-hmm. in certain cases. Mm-hmm. You would almost think like you could throw a challenge flag. They could look at it through video evidence mm-hmm. and decide whether there was a penalty or not. Yeah, I don't understand why those things can't be challenged. Yeah. You know, and I'll say this: I think that. The refs being incompetent, like how you said, Kalen, I mean, that's been a storyline for multiple years, you know? <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it's not yeah. like this has just come up out of the blue. It's part It's part of sports yeah. at this point. Yeah. God and forbid you talk smack about him. You yeah. get fined, yeah. like, half <laughs> yeah. your lift, yeah. like, savings. And, I mean, I, when I was listening to – I was driving to my grandmother's house on Sunday listening to the Titans game and pregame uh, the Titans host, which phenomenal, by the yes. way. I, I really do like him. He gets on there and he was like, this group of officials is the best of the best. And I was like, well, I'm happy we get that. Now, they didn't win, and I'm not going to blame that on the refs. But I'm happy that we got the best of the best. And I think the Saints need that. Uh, yeah. Maybe not necessarily they need that to win. <laughs> they, but need a, they, they need to have they, a ref draft it, for that yeah, game. Yeah, <laughs> come on. Like, we we got to be better about some, kind of, some stuff. So For sure. All right. Uh, we're going to transition into our last segment here. We got yes. big old Logan. Now, I know we've been really focusing on football, but enter Logan. Yes. That's why he's here. Mm-hmm. Well, well, because we love him. UFC but guy. He's here to bring soccer. He's here to bring an extra flavor. Um, trust me, guys, once football is over, I mean, we're just in the heat of the playoffs right now and everything going on. So, trust us. We're going to – Delve into some other <laughs> stuff once the season is over. We're going to try our hardest to act hard like it. we know what the hell we're talking once, about. Once we leave football, <laughs> I'm absolutely lost. Like, right now I can at least, like, understand a bit. Once we go to other sports and other leagues and stuff, then I'm just kind of sitting here, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. So why, why are you choosing that team uh, today, Bryson? Uh, they just got a cool mascot. Yeah. <laughs> it's the racket. I like red. <laughs> Red looks nice. <laughs> so, we're going to transition. We like to call this Lander's Extended Cut. Yes. Take it away, brother. Yo, that's cool as shit. Is that really the name of it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I dig that. Yeah, You're down with that. it. I'm down with Hell it. Hell yeah. All right, yes, like Count said, basically this is just going to be where we talk about sports that are maybe not as much in the spotlight. So, this is going to be outside of basketball and football and oh, baseball. Pickleball. Yeah, well, water well maybe one day. Water basket. Yeah, and and there's hockey too, which is still considered one of the four main sports. But you know, which we're gonna try to get yeah, into yeah. at least. I am. Still, Are there four main sports. Yes, yeah, four so major sports baseball, leagues baseball, baseball, in America. Oh, oh really? But, but I do hockey, feel like hockey is a little bit below. But so we yeah. kind of decide on that. But anyways, first we're gonna go into some soccer. Premier League football. in England, the original football. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. ain't gonna, NFL ain't gonna be the only football we're watching this weekend, boys. Hell yeah, <laughs> brother. Yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> Premier League is in England, the soccer league there, arguably the biggest soccer league in the world, which many, many countries have their own leagues, including in America, which is MLS which I feel like is growing a lot, so I'm excited to see that come up in the n- next few years. But anyways, the two teams at the top of the table, or the standings, are having a match this weekend, Sunday at 1130. Uh, even if you don't follow soccer, there's a good chance you probably heard of Manchester United or Liverpool. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. So that's the teams that are playing. Uh, it's historically a really big rivalry. And so far this season, the standings or the table, whichever one you want to call it, has been super tight, probably the most competitive I've seen it uh, since I've been watching over the last five or six years. Yeah, so that's going to be a huge game for the rivalry and to see who the champions eventually end up winning. Because if you win, you not only get points for yourself, you're denying the other team. So it's going to be really exciting to see how that goes. And that's uh, Sunday at 1130. Mm-hmm. Uh, outside of that, and I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll make sure to have more soccer stuff going on since I follow that pretty closely. Um, also coming up, not super immediately, but in about a month, we have the Daytona 500. Even if you're not a big NASCAR fan, like me and Kalen, still, yeah, it's, it's the biggest NASCAR race. Super fun. Uh, I've been to it twice, and it's always super exciting. Daytona and Talladega are my favorite races to watch just because anyone has a chance to win, and pack racing, the biggest yeah. you know, super speedways. They call just it a lot of fun. the big one, which is a huge wreck that <laughs> usually happens in the last two laps of the race. And, you know, even if you don't even watch NASCAR, you've seen these – and it piques your interest, don't lie. Oh, yeah. Isaac over here can yeah. attest. He only watches it for the wrecks, yep. which probably most of you do. But I Shame. can highly, highly implore you to go out and give it a shot. There's more to it than you just turn it left. You got to watch them take oh. turn left. <laughs> they don't even have Blakers. It's great stuff. Uh, Chase Elliott, um, yes. the most recent champion. That's my boy. That's the yeah. dude I've been rooting for. It was Kyle Larson, but uh, mm. yeah. yeah. Let's go Dale Earnhardt. Uh, junior, baby. Junior, <laughs> junior. junior. Uh, Dale Earnhardt. So, highly recommend to check it out. All right, sorry. Continue. Yeah, like you said, Chase Elliott, defending champion, you know, after Dale Jr. retired, you know, a lot of his fan base sort of needed someone else, and I feel like Chase Elliott's really stepped up as sort of like the new face of NASCAR. The son of another great Bill Elliott, so. That's cool to see. Uh, I was going to say, Jimmy Johnson retiring, probably the most dominant driver of the more modern era from, like, 2000s on, I'd mm-hmm. say. I mean, Jeff Gordon, Tony Stewart as well, but I'd say he was the biggest. Hell yeah, Tony Stewart. Tony Stewart and Jeff Gordon still racing, or are they retired too? They're retired. They're retired. Okay, so I Tony literally St- know no one anymore. Tony Stewart was a guy, he, he was with Home Depot for a while, Yes, right? Home Depot, Which and then he made his own racing team. Um and then he was number fourteen. Did Burger King? Who drives? Who drives the Viagra? Who drives a Viagra one? Is there a Viagra? No, one? no. Monster. Are there any? Are there any goofy ones out there? I mean, is there like a Barbie? Is there like a Barbie they, race? Car they do or some interesting ones every now and then. Yeah. Like a like one a, race Maybe deal. watch and like find a, out, Bryson. Yeah, there was like yeah a fan, watch and find out. No, I'm like quite all right. I'll watch fan. it on YouTube when they wreck. There, there was a rookie <laughs> that came into it a few years ago. He was like not even sponsored, and they called him the fan-sponsored car, I think is what it was. It was just straight up black. And he had like the NASCAR logo on it and stuff like that. I mean, he had like... Somebody's face on like it every your, week. You know, is it Speed? Speedo? No, it's not Speedo. I'm trying to think of the tire company. It, it's Kim. Goodyear? Yeah, New Year, yeah. Goodyear. Yeah, Goodyear. <laughs> Happy New Year! <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Good year? Yeah, New Year's. Yeah. No, yeah. that's not what he said. Well, I think that he had like those like traditional sponsors on his car, but that was like it. Yeah. For a while, I can't remember the guy's name. It's gonna drive me crazy. But continue. Mm. Well, yeah. So Jimmy Johnson retiring, sort of like a change in the reins, if you will. Considering he drove for the same team as Chase Elliott, Hendrick Motorsports. I put some New Year's on the yeah. truck. <laughs> <laughs> You said it. <laughs> no, you did. No, he said New Year. No, he said Good Year, and then you went, Oh, New Year. <laughs> That's what was so I funny. Yeah. God, you're dumb. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought you said New Year. Keep going. Yeah, but Jimmy Johnson is going to continue to drive, if you're interested to see what it does next, an IndyCar part-time for the next few years, so that'll be cool to see. I feel like a lot of retirees go to Indy. Yeah. Happens a lot. So, for any people... Are those the ones with the big spoiler? They're like the little box cars? It's like the similar to Formula tracks. 1. Oh, okay, never mind. I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of something completely so different. So, it'll be interesting to see how he just that, honestly, very different from NASCAR. So, but he's obviously extremely talented. Used to. I didn't like him because he was so dominant. But I've learned old. that he's <laughs> a really great guy. Super humble for someone that wins as much as he does. We're going to catch him at the and next track. He won, what, pool. six in a row? Yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe five or six and like seven total. So, because I think the last people to win a championship, the last there was a, there was a stretch there. The only three people had won championships: Tony Stewart, Jimmy Johnson, because he went on like a six-year run. And who was the other? I think it was and and then Tony won it again because it was two thousand five. Then Jimmy Johnson Jimmy and then Johnson. Tony Stewart. So there. It was a good about eight year period where it was just Tony and Jimmy that won mm-hmm. the championships. Holy crud! Yeah, it's very dominant. So, but best luck to him in that. Like I said you two didn't like him, which you usually don't. If someone's dominant and it's not your team or driver, but he really <laughs> is a good guy. I'm excited to see how he does the crossover to IndyCar. And lastly, like I said we're talking about a little NHL. Uh, last night was the opening night for the NHL mm-hmm. new, new season. Yes. Because y'all be hearing yeah. this on Friday. Yeah, Wednesday, yep. January 13th was the opening night. There was five games, so everyone didn't play. Uh, there should be games going on earlier tonight or possibly even now. I know the pre- the Predators' first game was tonight. So That's what we can do. We can watch some hockey, interesting boys. to see how that goes. Uh, See, Tampa- I picked my team just based on I, that. That's the one sport that I picked my team based on their colors and their mascot. And who was that? Uh, the Knights. The Knights. Yeah, when they showed up, I was like, I like that. That's who I picked too. Mm-hmm. That's who I picked. That's who I picked. Oh I'm not. Homegrown baby, Nashville. I mean, look, if there's Predators, any Tennessee fan awesome. at all, I'm a fan by default. That's yes. just how it goes for the me. The only Tennessee team I ever cheer for is the Vols. Other than that, <laughs> literally the worst team hey, out of all hey, the Tennessee I'm teams. I'm a faithful man. Yeah, <laughs> it takes a are. lot to stick yeah, around I'll through that. So, yeah, the Tampa Bay Lightning are the defending champs. Yeah. Oh, did they win a last Florida year? hockey team. Get some of that. That's, that's weird. A Florida hockey team winning the whole thing. There's, I think there's one in Arizona, Yeah, there too. is. Yeah. The Phoenix. Uh, or Arizona Coyotes. I was say Coyotes. Good God. There used to be an NHL team in Atlanta. He, you say, yeah, the Coyotes. He goes, oh, the Wolves. Yeah. <laughs> the Wolf Pack. <laughs> the Hyenas. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, I, I honestly, though, we should try to get into that, boys. Because, yes. honestly, it's the only sport where you can fight and not get ejected. I don't, so. I don't think they're going to let you try out. You probably got too many concussions. Well, I mean, I wasn't going to because I would. Well, you said let's get in on oh, that. God. No, not, that's <laughs> not what I meant. Hey, we could play field hockey. Field hockey. I mean, so like God. not hockey. Yeah. It's it's hockey not on hockey. grass. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you play? Grass hockey. <laughs> it's like ice hockey, but on grass. But no, we're really like was. hockey is like to me probably like. The most or one of the most like fast-paced sports. It's, there is. it's very entertaining to watch. The problem with hockey is that they don't market it, bro. Their marketing sucks for it. I feel like if they would just put the money into marketing, they would get more of a fan base. I don't know. I, it's interesting the I way marketing works. Because I never see anything for the NFL. You well, know, it's, it's the NFL. It's the, exactly. But it's also the already. NHL. But the NHL, I mean, it's never been to that, you know, that level of NFL. Yeah, I'm NBA. just curious. I'm just curious how you market that. Like, what a commercial for you the NHL. You want to see some dudes like. fuck each other up, then come on <laughs> down to the NHL. He just went all in. <laughs> I, I think one of my favorite things to watch in the NHL is when they do have their fights. You know, right. eventually they send them to the little penalty box. It's just a grown man sitting in timeout. <laughs> <laughs> this is bullshit. Garbage goes sitting time out. Put your nose in the corner of the box. Only knocked out like three of his teeth. Come on, man. <laughs> but yeah, I, mean, I think Predators fans are awesome. You never expect a hockey team to be successful in the middle of football country in the South. Yeah. It's super cool. And, you know, college football atmospheres are great. Soccer, I think, is the best. Don't at me. And. But yeah, I've, I've seen I've seen But yeah, I've seen some some hockey atmospheres that are really sick too. I love the goal horns. Big fan. Goal horns. Goal horns. I got one of those on my truck. Well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Hey, man, right in. Yeah. Hey, let's go down to the let's go down to the JV soccer yeah, team. Yeah, just, just <laughs> as soon as they score. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll, I'll grab the mic. <laughs> you gotta learn how to speak like some foreign language, though. Yeah. Nah. That way it sounds more majestic, more more authentic. Yeah. yeah. All right. Is that everything you yeah, got, that bro? Was it. All right. Awesome. Well, good deal. All right. Well, hey, man, this was fun. Jesus Christ, we went two hours. Let's go. All right. Uh, <laughs> I'm you, we gotta keep it to a certain time limit per uh, segment. Yeah, I know, man. Of stuff. We'll figure the, it out. We're just vibing at this we, point. You underlined brief twice for the brief wild card <laughs> recap, and I look over, and by the time we're finished, it, we're running forty minutes, and time I'm like, fl- hey, what look, in man, the... time flies when you're having fun. Bro. Hey, my brother, hey, so you were having months, fun. So, oh, <laughs> this is a torture. I hate all of you. <laughs> and once the NFL ends, we're gonna have a lot of time open up, so we're gonna, uh, yeah. we're gonna get yeah, creative we're gonna with some time. stuff. <laughs> yeah, so we're probably gonna NBA be... starting back up again, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, also, quick note. Uh, James Harden to the Nets, in case you didn't oh, know. That's old news. No. But I, figured, I thought it was just a joke. I didn't know it was legit. <laughs> James no. Harden is fat as hell. You Dude, he's, yeah, he's, he's on some weight. So we got, Uber Eats, they got James Harden. <laughs> they got James Harden, James Kyrie Harden. Irving, and uh, Kevin Durant yep. over there now. Yeah, and Kyrie, how's, Kyrie's being himself, being yeah. melodramatic about everything. How's KD doing with his recovery? Is he healed up okay? Has he been playing? I haven't really been yeah, watching. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I haven't watched since last, uh, like, uh, season before last because 
I just and Russ I is. I just knew LeBron was going to go to the finals. Russ is where now? Wizards. Is that, Wizards. Is this the team that Stephen A is always all about? Is the Knicks? Oh, it's the Knicks. 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 Which yeah. I don't New know. New York. Why. If you're a Knicks fan, I'm sorry. I mean, that's your own fault. Same, <laughs> with, same with Cowboys fans. I mean, oh my. you can I keep hold on to hope, brother, but you ain't winning the, the Super Bowl in the next ten years. Quote me on it. At me. We'll Just saying. No one's yeah. going to at your ugly butt. No one wants to take the time. I know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we're going to wrap it up. We've gone on a little bit too long here. But thank you all for joining us. It's been a lot of fun as usual. Check us back here uh, next Friday. Um, yeah, This is the Hard as Hammers podcast. The hardest. <laughs> Woo! Shout out to Aiden and Drew. I know that they might not listen to the whole thing, but... There's two kids I coach, so they were like, "Oh, Aiden Adkins! Yeah. Oh my God! Okay, hold up. So I got I got to say something before we get off here. Aiden Adkins, if you do listen to this man, I went to every single one of the football games last year. You are my man crush. I just want you to know that right now. Your hair is he luscious. Some of it off. Oh no! <laughs> no! No, man. He take that helmet off and he throw his hair back, yeah. and you just hear me up in the stands. Oh my God! <laughs> it looks like he got a bow on his head. Oh yeah. no, he tainted it. Regardless of what your hair looks like, <laughs> you're still a beast, brother. No, shout Keep out doing to, your thing. But seriously, shout out to all the guys that I coach, all the guys that coach with me. Shout out to Signal Mountain yeah. Football. Shout man. out to all the fans. All the listen. all my fans. Yeah. All shout my, out to all the pairs. Yeah. All my fans. Only fans. <laughs> no, Hi mom. Shout out to all the patrons. I, I Hi mom. Hi dad. <laughs> I would not put it past you. Get on there in a towel. Hey, buddy. <laughs> this is the silliest screws podcast. <laughs> this is the tough as nails, dog. Yeah, this has been the tough as nails podcast. The Bob Thank the podcast. I'm Tater. Thank you. That's what's your name, brother? I'm the guy. Bryce. The guy. Bryson, we got <laughs> big old Lander. We got Lander. And this we'll... is Big Shack, a.k.a. Dad, also oh, known God. as the sexiest man alive. Okay. Coming to you live oh, from Signal no. Shut him off. Shut him off. Yeah, you're done, son. Daddy's ready for it. So, yeah, make sure to leave a review, leave a star rating. Rate us five stars. Please comment. We want if you st- if you star us one, I mean, I'd understand. I, I completely 100% understand yeah, why. Well, we're working on it. That's that's one more star than I've ever gotten. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we got to start working somewhere, brother. So thank y'all. Make sure to spread word of mouth. I mean, we're going to be on the YouTube. We are officially on Apple Podcasts now. You can't spread um, word of mouth right now. COVID. It's like you gotta you gotta spread word. Of okay, make sure you're six feet apart before you <laughs> yeah. scream it across before the room. Before you speak my name. <laughs> <laughs> so thank Keep y'all my so name much. Out your mouth y'all have a great day. Distancing. This has been the toughest nails. I'm out.